106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. This is what a racist looks like in 2023. Watch this. I don't even know where to start. In between my busy schedule comprised entirely of surviving white America, there is simply no time to write letters. Besides, any letter I write will most likely bring tears to your eyes, and I, for one, have had my fill of white tears. There are days I think you aren't worth my ink, that your whiteness is draining me of too much energy. Can't give you a taste of the tea for fear you'll colonize the whole kitchen. But today, I am too angry to remain silent. Dear white people, stop making everything about you and how uncomfortable you are. I so she goes on and on with this poem about how she hates white people with people in the audience cheering like, yes, sing it, sister, say it. And this is how privileged leftist black America has become. They can be the most racist people and say the most racist things while being praised. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm off work. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, I've got COVID. COVID. Yeah, how do you know? Oh, I did a test. Oh, right. You did a test. Yeah, I did a test to see if I was sick. And I am, because I've got COVID. And what does that mean? Oh, that means I can stay off work for longer, because I have to protect you. I have to stay at home to save your life, because I've got COVID. Okay. Twas the night before Christmas said somewhere in our country. Crooked Joe sniffed a kid and Hunter had the munchies. And Fat Alvin and Fanny and Jack Smith all decided we cannot let Trump win. And so now I'm indicted. But they didn't expect it to help me a lot. The modern day Mona Lisa, known as my beautiful mugshot. And now Crooked Colorado removed me from the ballot which is almost as crazy as Chris Christie eating a salad. But amidst all this chaos, we will not lose this fight. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Shall we forgive and forget? Absolutely yeah. not. I'm full of vengeance. Yeah. I am vengeful. It, it's not a time to say I'm sorry. It's a time to put these bastards in jail. I'm calling it the big kill. We've seen the biggest kill ever in medicine's history, directly because of the intervention of these idiots into healthcare. And it's the physicians, it's not just the politicians, it's the physicians themselves who are principally culpable because they have allowed government's jackboots to influence how they manage their patients, which has never, ever happened before. First, do no harm and informed consent. The physicians have, have looked in. How can you do this? How can you look into the eyes of a pregnant woman and tell her that this experimental product is safe? How can you do that as a, as a physician? No. Anyone, any physician that has done that should be in jail. Imagine, I'm sorry to say it's, it's very, very, very bad. Very bad in terms yeah. of corruption. So... They will design the trials that are likely to give them the outcome that they want. Um, they then hold on to the raw data. So often what's interesting is, um, what people don't know, is that the very data that drives the, the conclusions of the trial that then approved by the regulator, we'll come to regulator in a minute, 
um, they keep that commercially confidential. And historically, when researchers have been able, independent researchers have been able to access that raw data through litigation or through um, campaigns and looked at that data that drove the results of the trial that suggested the drug was positive, it would reverse the conclusion. So something, as I say, today that was thought to be safe and effective tomorrow is then found to be the opposite, not safe and not very effective. So that's just giving you a snapshot of what, how important getting the raw data is. So they control the data. We have to trust their summary results. The regulator, the BMJ did an investigation on this, uh, exposed it a couple of weeks ago by a journalist called Marion DeMassey, who's you know, prolific uh, in, in medical investigations. She's done that for many years. And what they found is most of the major regulators in the Western, certainly Western countries, are funded by the drug industry. So the FDA takes about 65% of their um, money from the drug industry. The MHRA in this country, 86%. So this is a big conflict of interest. And of course- That's the medicines and uh, health regulatory Yes, the authority, people that approve the drugs, right? So this is a big conflict of interest. So we need to dissociate from, we need this to be, they need to be publicly funded bodies. Um, and certainly the drug industry, I think, they can produce drugs, but they shouldn't be able to then test them and then hide the data. And then we just rely on the information they give us for their profit-making incentives. This is No Hostages Radio, and you're listening to Lou Benninger. This uh, show will show up on the 30th of December, 2023, the last show of the year, obviously. For us, we do one show a week. This is episode 248, so I'm going to shout out a Merry Christmas to everyone since last week. Uh, <clears throat> at this time, when I was recording this, I had a really rough cold or something, and I started, and I just couldn't, I couldn't uh, carry on without coughing a lot, and I didn't want to uh, be offensive, so I just skipped a week. So I'm at the tail end of it, feeling great now, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen whenever you can, and uh, we always do the best we can, but I knew that uh, last week would not be a happy experience for you, and it was definitely going to be tough for me. So uh, <clears throat> thank you for uh, checking in. You can reach me always at 530-713-1838, 713-1838. That's a cell phone on the left coast in Northern California. You can text or call that, and I'll do my best to take a live call, but I do get some calls where I'm on one line, just like you, and you're on uh, one line, and somebody's calling on the other, and this and that and the other thing. But I do call people back. I don't screen calls. And put people off, uh, even if I don't know who's calling. I uh, uh, well, I won't I won't uh, prola uh, prolong that or labor that. Uh, you can also reach me at Lou L O U at nohostagesradio.com. Very simple, Lou L O U at nohostagesradio.com. That website, nohostagesradio.com, is where we park all the old episodes 
and some articles I write for a weekly free newspaper here called the Territorial Dispatch. I just write occasionally for them. I don't have any money or investment in it. That uh, They just run my articles, uh, and I just try to get the word out. You know, <clears throat> life is about influence. And uh, this country is headed down a direction because of influence. And my, my uh, conviction here a number of years ago was, uh, I ought to, before I get out of here, just probably do the best I could to influence people about the way I think things ought to be in this country. So that's what kind of this is all about. It's not a moneymaker. It's a money spender. And uh, but I'm I'm thankful that I get a chance to do this and I'm healthy enough to do it. And I get all helpers like Tanner Martis down in Conroe, Texas. And then on the live show at KMYC, I got uh, Santos Vigil working with me for years now. And uh, just a lot of good people around all working together for the same cause. And uh, sure appreciate all of them and and uh, their commitment and their sacrifice. And they all have other things going on and. They squeeze me in, in the, whether it's a live show at KMYC, 14, 10 a.m. If you're ever interested in the live show and you're, you're a few counties away or a few states away, you can go over to that website at nohostagesradio.com, and there's a Listen Live button, which has to do with the live show on Saturday. So that show starts at 10 a.m. Uh, and ends at 1 p.m., every saturday and so of course we're on our time so you have to adjust for your time so if you click on that it's not my voice it's uh probably you got the wrong time once in a while maybe a couple times a year i'll be out of out of the country and so i'll have a pinch hitter but i i don't play any reruns or things like that so uh, i ran into this this week chris ann hall i'm a big fan of chris ann hall that's k-r-i-s-a-n-n-e hall and her she has a few websites and uh they're all kind of attached uh or referenced together chrisannhall.com is her main one but she is a, a i think one of the more prolific educators on the constitution and she not only does classes on the constitution that you can take online but if you link up with her she will uh give uh, a uh, what do they call it a a commentary a daily or every other day or something on Facebook a commentary on what's happening now so right now you know when things like they they uh, say oh you can't be on the Donald Trump you can't be on the Colorado ballot or or people say you're a nasty guy and because you're a nasty guy you're not going to even get a chance to run for president she has Instead of giving opinions or passionate responses, uh, she'll give you what the Constitution says, which most of us are sorely ignorant of the Constitution. And I would recommend you, and if you have children, that there would be no one ahead of your children in school in terms of knowledge of the history, early history of the United States and the Constitution. I think you'll be very pleased and surprised and i think her prices are fair for those uh for those uh, situations as well but you could go to chris ann hall uh i don't have the other at handy i don't have the other uh the websites to tap into her schooling but uh 
she has all that right there. She said this week, property tax, this is interesting, you know, because we in California here, we pay, you either have to pay all your property tax uh, without a penalty in early December, <clears throat> or you have to be ha- pay half of it, and you can do it in six months increments and pay a little extra. So, um, so ever since I've owned a piece of property in California, we have to pay a property tax every single year, even though it isn't like, oh, you go out and buy um, a product at the store and they we have a sales tax here in California. So once you pay the, pay the sales tax on the property, on that, that item you buy at the store, say you buy a shovel or a rake or something or a hammer, those things are all taxable. So you bring it home and you paid for the price of the item plus tax, right? But you don't have to pay the tax every year. But on property... In California, you paid the tax every single year. And this is so interesting that that she brought this up right now. She says property tax should end when you complete the sale or the purchase of the property. Like buying groceries or a bicycle, it's theft of ownership to keep paying property taxes, especially when government has the authority to take your property when you don't pay your taxes for three years. Now, there's a story my dad used to tell, and unfortunately I didn't get the particulars, like which one of the Benningers it was. But one of the Benningers didn't pay his taxes on the property he owned up in the Yuba County Mountains where there's a lot of wonderful timber. And I don't know why he didn't pay his taxes. I don't know all the details, but ultimately the county took his property from him. And so what she's talking about here happened to one of my relatives back in the day right the 1800s the early 1900s so when she says you know after three years they can take your uh, if you don't pay your taxes three years they can take your property she said that is not property tax that's rent and you are a tenant property tax makes government the owner of your property not you she said that's a liberty fact so it's interesting she brought that up because ron gibson it's g-i-p-s-o-n who's a vietnam vet and he's not in great health but he's up in uh, southern oregon he came down and spoke a couple different times down here in uh, the area i'm in at the church i attend and he talked about the fact that on if you don't have uh, the the actual land grant deed or you haven't connected that back and done the search on your property and you just have the normal deed when you brought buy property and you get something from the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, where you transfer property back and forth. Uh, if that's all you have, if you notice on your deed, it says you're a tenant, and I've, I've always thought that was fascinating. So he said there's a way that you could go back and trace your property all the way back and go before the court system and, and attach yourself to the original land grant. When you are attached to the original land grant, you don't have to pay taxes anymore. And this all makes sense now <coughs> based, uh, because now Chris Ann's talking about the same thing. So Ron Gibson that's G-I-P-S-O-N, has written an entire book. Uh, it's a paperback. It's about it's an eight-and-a-half by 11 book. It's good-sized print. It's easy reading in the sense that uh, it's, it's, it's well-written, but it is a lot of legal stuff. 
and uh, but it but it educates you on your rights as a property owner. Now, if you you have the type of <coughs> of deed or grant deed that uh, was originally given when people got the first property rights in the state of California when they gave property out and you homesteaded it. When you go back and get that and attach your name to it, then you can't. Uh, the government cannot come on your property, and they can't lien your property. Uh, so that you have some, it's, it becomes much more pro- powerful than just becoming a uh, tenant. Uh, and and again, you're not a tenant like you're renting it from somewhere, buddy. Like you can have your house paid for, right, or your ranch paid for. But you're still paying property taxes to the government. And what Chris Ann Hall and what Ron Gibson says is that that makes you a tenant. And I just wanted to say that because when I first heard that, that was new news to me. And and when you uh, when you get these uh, different legal uh, controls over your own property then you have much more power. You have the ultimate power that people had when they first came to this country and got property for the very first time. They were the virgin owners, if you will. They were the virgin owners. So uh, we're working on trying to trace that back on some properties that the the church owns so we can get uh, in a more powerful place in ownership so the government can't come in and just, you know how the government can come in and like the IRS can come in and sweep your property, Uh, you you sweep your, uh, just empty your bank account, right? Or they can come in and, and put a lien on your property or do this and do that. There's ways to stop some of that. And, uh, but, but because we're not knowledgeable enough, people like Ron Gibson are and people like Chris Ann Hall are, uh, but she, because she's a constitutionalist and uh, Ron Gibson also is very sharp. And uh, the sad thing is Ron <clears throat> is at the <clears throat> end of his uh, years. He's struggling with his health and I don't know whether he's going to be with us that long. Uh, it's sad because this, I don't know anybody that can replace that guy right away, but I bought a couple of his books. If you're interested in his book, uh, send me a text at five, three, zero, seven, one, three, one, eight, three, Oh, uh, one, eight, three, eight, sorry, one, eight, three, eight. And I can uh, send you, um, his contact information. You can send and buy a book from him. It's not available like on some of the, the internet distribution systems. You, I bought it directly from him. It seems like it was about $40, like 30 some dollars or whatever, but I'm telling you it's chock full of, uh, legal truths and uh and how to go about uh getting control of your property that you own isn't that odd to say getting control of the property you own so uh, all right also i wanted to mention there's all this talk about that a judge a female judge i can't quote you his name pesca or something like that her name is she is going to release the uh the names on epstein's black book and um, any time now, there's a date, but a time's going on, and I, it may be this coming week or maybe this week. But uh, someone posted on Facebook, Epstein's Island Visitors, and it's a list of about, I don't know, three columns, maybe 30 to 40 to a column. And you would recognize a lot of these famous people. 
Uh, I'm not going to read them all to you because uh, I don't really see any purpose in it. Uh, And what I'm really interested in is why uh, the FBI and the powers that be now picks and chooses what they think we're worthy of, of knowing about in our government. And so, and that, and the other thing is, they not only are uh, fickle about the things that we're worthy to know about, they're also, uh, they have a two or three tier system of justice. And so people like, like the, you know, they've had the black book for Epstein for these many years now. And they've also had the, uh, the computer for years and they lie and they, uh, they divert and they scurry and they bluster uh, before these Senate and House subcommittee hearings and uh, act coy about whether they have it or not. They can't speak about it, but they've had it for these years. They know that the president's son is a pedophile. He's a serial pedophile. Uh, he is a, a, a pervert in the most uh, strange ways. He's a drug addict. He He's compromised the United States, and yet they are protecting the president as if he's a dictator. And really, that's what this has all become. So I have a list of the Epstein Island visitors. And so it lists people like, uh, I'll just read a few, Al Gore, Alan Dershowitz, Alec Baldwin, uh, Anderson Cooper, Angelica Jolie, Anthony Weiner, Barack Obama, Ben Affleck, Bernie Sanders, Beyonce, Bill Clinton, Bill Gates. Uh, there's a few people. I'd say there's half a dozen people here that are dead now. They, you know, every month people come to pass. Uh, all kinds of people you'd recognize. Most of them you, you would recognize. Uh, But I'm more interested in the procedural things on why uh, now we have an FBI. You know, I just read something today. The person was reminding everyone that the FBI is not noted in the Constitution of the United States. There's no reason we have to have an FBI. Uh, There are other institutions that are listed in the United States uh, Constitution, but not the FBI. The FBI, they say, can be eliminated by a stroke This is exactly what it said by the stroke of the pen, I guess, of the president. And it doesn't take a vote of Congress. Wouldn't that be interesting? The FBI has something like 30,000 employees. Would that be a mind blower? The FBI is completely crooked. That doesn't mean that all 30,000 are. Uh, But so many of them are, you reach a tipping point where there's... uh, crazy stuff going on every day and that's true so that's what i'm interested in and and the fbi has been protecting epstein cia maybe some people say he was being used by the uh underworld of uh the cia agents and things like that and so who knows but the fact is that these people uh, were flirting around and it's in Even people like Tom Hanks, Wanda Sykes, Whoopi Goldberg, Miley Cyrus, all these people 
Really, nobody had a concern about these very young girls. Wouldn't you notice it if it was young girls down there and you thought, that girl, that girl's only 14 years old. What's she doing? Who she belong to? Right? Nobody seems to report like John. Oh, John Podesta. We all know he's a pervert. John Travolta. Jo- Joy Bihar. Justin Trudeau, Kathy Griffin, just all the, you know, the people that just get taken care of differently if they do something wrong. Isn't that interesting? So um, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Uh, and it it's, it's developing, right? We're going to learn more and more about it, I think, as time goes on. And um, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. So we're coming to the end of our... Uh, first uh 20 minutes we have six 20 minute segments and i wanted to mention that uh, the guys at all power services are moving over on calusa on calusa highway their their uh, phone number is 530-790-5100 that's the one they're promoting now they have a landline and they're right, they may be at 1469 Stewart Road still, but what I would do is call and make sure they're still there or they're over there at uh, uh, on uh, Calusa Avenue, Calusa Highway. And that's still in Yuba City. It's more central Yuba City, and it's very easy to get to right off Calusa Highway, very easy. And so they're working on all the small power equipment and all your hand tools uh, your mowers, your weed eaters, your chainsaws, anything to do with power, these guys take it and give it back to you. Although they, the other day they were saying they were working on an ice machine, which I thought was, these guys can fix anything, but the, their sweet spot is working all your stuff that makes life beautiful for you when you're out uh, kind of clean up your ranch or your yard or whatever you're up to. And you have to have, uh, you have me, you have a, a, a motor hooked up to something and it's making it all work. So uh, check them out, All Power Services and 1469 Stewart Road, or give them a call and make sure they're still at one place or they all, maybe they're in both places at one time, but they're really advertising the new spot. I'll give you the new address when I get back. 530 790 5100. Will and Josh James are running, Will Fanning, Josh James are running that operation. We'll be right back. With an evil plan, once to inoculate the world and take our land, we'll own nothing, we'll own nothing and be happy. We'll own nothing and be happy. They want to punish the people that they believe they got the bad behavior. Don't comply and they'll enslave you to own nothing. We'll own nothing and be happy. We'll own nothing and be happy. Projection, it's an invitation to own nothing. 
I'm not voting for politicians who support rioting, looting, but believe that they have the authority to shut down the church and tell us that we can't worship. I'm not voting for politicians who believe in Black Lives Matter, except for when they're in the womb. I'm not voting for politicians who want to put a drag queen in every school because they're fun. I'm not voting for politicians who believe that men can birth babies. I'm not voting for politicians who believe that critical race theory, diversity, equity, inclusion, and sexual and gender theory should be taught in our schools. I'm not voting for politicians who support the idea that a biological man can use a girl's bathroom in schools. I'm not voting for a politician who supports mandates. I'm not voting for a politician who believes that everyone else's borders are more important than protecting ours. I'm not voting for politicians who support biological men competing in women's sports. I'm not voting for politicians who continue to divide us by calling us radical right extremists homophobic, transphobic, and racist. And any doctor who performs gender reassignment surgery in minors, especially without parental consent, you should not be celebrated. You should be arrested. We are no longer going to be sitting on the sidelines. We are not going to go quietly into the night. We are not going to vanish without a fight. We are a part of something bigger than self now. We are a part of this grassroots army. And we're inspired, we're activated, and we're motivated. And we're no longer holding the line. We're taking back lost ground. And we are going to take not only our stakes back, but our country back in 2024. The red tsunami is upon us. Get your boat. I felt like I got kicked in the privates. Simrat Such is still feeling the pain over what recently happened with his electric vehicle. I was an electric fan, and I want to get another electric vehicle, but... From Hyundai, this has really put a bad taste in my mouth towards them. Hyundai's 2017 Ionic was launched in New York with great fanfare in 2016. The Ionic Electric. A hybrid version and a fully electric model bought by Such. He was the second owner, but the car still had lots of warranty left on the electrical system and battery at the time. And since Such had previously owned a different electric vehicle, he was a believer. Didn't have any issues with my first vehicle, so thought it would be the right avenue to try a second vehicle. He had no issues with the car until this happened. I had an EV light come on. I had taken it to the shop. They couldn't find anything wrong. But there was indeed a problem. Two weeks after that, the vehicle stopped charging. The dealership in Hamilton said he needed the battery replaced. The quote stunned him. I was provided a quote at $50,000. Between the battery installation and taxes, it totaled just over $50,000. I was just floored. Especially because his 160,000-kilometer electric vehicle warranty had just run out. The dealer in Hyundai told Such there was nothing they could do. I still had to pay $500 for them to tell me the car's no good.
Stories like this one are the kind to scare off buyers concerned about the high cost of electric vehicle repairs. When confronted with the choice to fix or dispose of his powerless Hyundai Ionic, he chose the latter. I ended up scrapping the vehicle and collecting uh, around $1,000. But when Global News asked Hyundai Canada to investigate, we were told there'd been a communications breakdown at the head office level. The case should have been escalated immediately for additional review. They told us we extend our sincere apologies to Mr. Such for these lapses, adding it wanted to resolve this situation by paying fair market value for his vehicle, either in cash or towards a new Hyundai, as part of our commitment to our customers. Hyundai's decision could put twenty-five dollars or $30,000 in Such's pocket toward a new vehicle, replacing a car he scrapped. So Such will be able to get into a new vehicle, which is good news. That because Hyundai stepped up after we got involved. But if you're considering an electric vehicle, this is something to take quite seriously. The idea that a component like the battery could fail and it could cost you tens of thousands of dollars when you probably can't expect it. Also wanted to mention North Valley Paralegal, which also just moved here about a month ago. They moved from Civic Center Boulevard in Yuba City over to Marysville at 4234th Street. And they are the, the place to go if you have any legal needs. Uh, and that could be any type of thing you have. Maybe you need some paperwork redone or you need a will done or a trust done or a, a power of attorney done or you need to redo some documents, or you need to have some research done, they can do that. Nelly Garcia has that operation, North Valley Paralegal, and they moved right downtown Marysville, very easy, right across from the Sierra Central Credit Union at 4234th Street. It's one of the tallest buildings in Marysville. It's actually the name of the building is over the doorway, the Hart Building, H-A-R-T. You just go through the front door, you press a buzzer, and they buzz you in. She's on the ground floor of that very tall building, and very easy. You don't don't need any special helps to get there, no elevator, no stairs. Just walk straight ahead, and you go. when you get up uh, through the lobby, you'll see her sign on the right. And they just moved in there. They got brand-new offices, more space than before. So if you want to make an appointment with Nellie, uh, just call her at 530 751 nine two eight nine a lot of people think if they have some legal needs they need to call an attorney they can certainly do a lot of those things <clears throat> the problem is is they're just very very expensive i don't know whether you priced an attorney recently it's very expensive everything they do whether you need a trust done or a will done it's a way way more expensive than a paralegal so uh, uh you can get it done quicker nicer uh she's honest which is a big plus and friendly, and so I think you'll have a better experience with North Valley Paralegal. Okay, so we'll uh, let me get back to where what I was going to do, and uh, also want to mention uh, we have till January 16th out here in California to get our petitions in to repeal the death tax. So in California, a couple of years ago. The legislature p passed, well, they put on the ballot, let me put it that way, and people were deceived to voting for Prop 19, and that added 
a death tax, which we hadn't had since like the 1970s here. So that means when somebody dies and they hand off their property to their kids or their grandkids in the old days before 2020, uh, they uh, would not, the property would not be reassessed value wise and additional taxes added on to the family uh, up until just two years ago, two or three years ago. Unfortunately, like happens when the legislature puts an initiative on the ballot, they, they are very deceptive in how they describe it. And now people, when they die and they turn the property over to their kids in a, in a, uh, a will or whatever, uh, now the property is reassessed instead of having a basis for a tax basis for when they bought it, like in the sixties or the fifties or the seventies or the eighties, instead of having a tax basis back then, now they reassess it and charge taxes, additional taxes at today's tax rate for most families that forces them to sell the family home, the family farm, the family business. And it's very destructive. The Howard Jarvis taxpayers associations, association which helped us get rid of the original death tax is now uh has a uh, initiative that we're signing a petition to put on the ballot in 2024 it's called repeal the death tax and uh you can go to their website hjta.org you can uh, you can print off a petition you can sign the petition and you can mail it back to them and they explain how to do it step by step by step. And uh, then you can uh, you can sign the petition. There's two signatures per petition. So uh, you can either print off five of them if you have 10 people to sign or do however many you want. If you only one of you, just sign it. It's important that you have those back to Howard Jarvis by the 16th of January. And so that's just around the corner. Now, listen, they need like a million signatures or something. You think, oh, it's no big deal. California's got over 30 million people. Yeah, but somebody has to do something. So if you wonder how much money you want to invest in this, it doesn't take much to print off a petition, sign it, put it in an envelope, and mail it over to Howard Jarvis. couple bucks, right? I'm guaranteeing you that you're going to get stuck on this. You're either going to end up giving your property to somebody else and you're going to get burned big time by the government taking a bunch of money from your from your heirs or you may end up being an heir. In fact, you you may end up uh thinking, "Oh, this is no big deal." And then you then some grandparent gives you some property. Or somebody dies and uh, it's a parent or a grandparent and they you end up with some property you didn't even know they had. But you end up having, you don't have a lot of extra money in the bank. And so you end up having to uh, liquidate that property quickly to just pay the taxes. That's how bad this is. I'm talking about you paying tens of thousands of dollars. As opposed to you signing a petition that costs you a couple dollars. Now, signing a petition, if we get enough signatures, it puts it on the ballot. Now, uh then we have to vote for it, right? But I think we'll be able to push it over the goal line once we get it on the ballot. But we got to get it on the ballot. And I've already signed. I've been getting all kinds of people to sign. Now, if you don't have a uh, 
if you don't have a computer to download it, um, or you don't have a printer, then go online. If you have if you have a, pr- a computer or you if you have a cell phone, go online to hjta.org and get their phone number and call them, and they will mail you the paperwork. But you got to get on the ball right away. So do it right away. Do it this week, and they will mail you out a petition and an it probably self-addressed stamped envelope, and you can send it right back. You could fill it out and send it right back. Please do that. This is a huge thing that's going to benefit millions and millions of dollars are being stolen from California families. Now, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know what what the state, uh, the situ, the situ- the tax situation is in all these other states. Some don't have property taxes. Some have this kind of tax and they don't have that. They have another type of tax. But if you have property taxes. And, uh, you know, these are big deals. You need to pay attention on the votes on these property taxes. So I wanted to mention that repeal the death tax. You can also donate. This is one of <clears throat> at the end of the year, there's always opportunities to donate. And, so, and you can de- deduct some of it off your taxes. Donating to HJTA.org, Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. That's the premier California tax fighters we have we don't have anybody better than that nobody close and so i don't know if you have one of those type of organizations in your um in your state but please support these groups because taxes here in california even though with prop what we call prop 13 which cut them down quite a bit back in the 1970s and the way they assess them we're about the middle of the road here from the from the cheapest or the lowest tax state to the highest being the 50th highest. We're right about in the middle. So listen, this is a big deal. And uh, in fact, somebody told me the other day they were paying uh, huge insurance costs and huge tax costs here in, in, in the uh, state. Now the insurance costs are going way up in the unincorporated areas. And they said, we don't know whether we can stay in our home. This is the same argument that, <clears throat> older people had back in the 1970s where they could not stay in their home because the assessors of the state of California kept reappraising all these properties as the value of properties went up. They kept reappraising people's properties, even though they hadn't sold their property. They had been living in the property for 25 years and it was forcing them to leave their homes. They just started sending them new tax bills. So, uh, also, so you can donate to Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. You can do it online. You can you can send it to them. You can look at their address on, at, online at hjta.org. <clears throat> the other one I want to tell you about, and I'll tell you about it later, is SaveCalifornia.com is a great place. They are the premier uh, family-friendly f- lobbying organization that are holding uh, politicians feet to the fire. There are no other organizations that are more aggressive, uh, than Randy Thomason and more fastidious and more righteous and more honest than Randy Thomason at SaveCalifornia.com. I always donate to them. I donate to save California. I'm a member of Howard Jarvis taxpayers association. And I also give to Kevin Kiley. So, uh, I think, uh, his, uh, you can just go to SaveCalifornia.com and check it out. I'll talk more about it later. 
SaveCalifornia.com, but also you can go to uh, electkevinkiley.com. Now, Kevin Kiley is the premier politician from, from California that is shaking it up back there and doing a lot of good things, and I'll try to get to that and talk about him as well. But those are the three things. If you're thinking about donating towards worthy causes, <coughs> uh, I would recommend those three. Okay, I'm going to move on down here. And uh, also, um, remember hospitalhostagehelp.com. I, people reach out to me and say, now, what was that place? <clears throat> hospitalhostagehelp.com or the 800, li- the 800 hotline is 888-219-3637. 888-219-3637. Laura or Greta. Will answer Laura Bartlett or Greta Crawford. They are two ladies that started this to keep, to reinstate your patient rights. So when one of your loved ones goes to the hospital and the hospital says, Oh, we're going to do this and that. And they said, we don't want this and that. And you said, no, we want it this way. And they say, no, uh, we're not going to do that. Back and forth. They have paperwork that you can print off their website hospitalhostagehelp.com. They want you to watch a four-minute video and then print off this documentation. And you take that documentation to the hospital in copies. You give a copy to the provider. You send a certified copy to the uh, hospital director. And you just basically say to them, uh, we're going to be in on this discussion on what to do with our loved one, how to, how to, what kind of medications, all that kind of stuff. And if we don't, if you say you're going to give them remdesivir and put them on a vent uh we're going to have a fight on your hands you know you're going to be suing you so a lot of people already that i i've heard from i've already given out the number they've called people they've called them back there they've got help from them there's no cost to this so uh these ladies have been through it themselves and so they set up a system that is foolproof to equip you to be ready to go to the hospital and keep everybody on equal footing instead of like during covid they they eliminated uh patient rights did you know that they just they just nullified them the patient's bill of rights you had them right you had a choice i don't want to take that medication i don't want to do that procedure just send me home right i don't want to put be put on a vent you know so uh in covid they just threw the the family out and uh, they had cops coming in and enforcing. They were holding people hostage. That's why this place is called hospitalhostagehelp.com. I'm not playing. I wouldn't be wa- wasting my time on this unless it was a serious deal. 888-219-3637. So check that out as well. Okay. I talked to you about Chris Ann. Uh, that. <clears throat> okay. Trump is being attacked you know a lot of times you think oh the trump is being attacked by democrats and other parties other than republican trump has always had a huge number of the republican party undermining his candidacy i'm in northern california where it's considered conservative we have a huge number of people that call themselves republicans that aren't and um they call themselves conservatives, but I don't know what they're trying to conserve. I think they're trying to conserve <clears throat> money and power. 
They're not trying to conserve the Constitution. They're not trying to conserve a small government. All these supervisors get voted in to say the Republican expand the government. That's not conservative. So what we have is behind the scenes Republicans that are trying to undermine Trump. And that's happening with people like Kevin McCarthy. He was trying to undermine Trump. He's a backstabber. Uh, The Jessica Patterson and all these people down in Southern California, people up and down the state trying to uh, undermine Trump. Do you realize that in Colorado that in order to keep Trump off the presidential primary, it had to be Republicans primarily that stood up and filed a lawsuit. And that's exactly what happened. The Republicans, there's four, six people filed an action against Trump. The majority had to be Republicans because it's a, the Democrats can't say, we don't want to have Trump run on the Republican primary. They don't have that standing. You understand standing? They don't have that standing. So it was actually Republicans. And now we have Republicans right here in California, including, uh, Uh, The Republican whip and who represents our area here, uh, James Gallagher, that is not supportive of Trump being on the ticket here. And why do I say that? Say, where did you read that, Lou? I didn't have to read that, Lou. Uh, I'm telling you that there was a uh, three guys, three Republicans that wrote a letter to the Democrats saying that we uh, we oppose what you're trying to do and keep keeping Trump off the, the ticket here in California. And it was James Gallagher's office and his staff that organized a boycott that that were, in other words, they're going along to get along with the Democrats. Now, that's exactly been my complaint. I know a lot of you people love old James. You love old James. Old James, I knew his dad, knew his grandpa, knew his, knew his wife. <coughs> Our kids go to soccer with him. We go to church together. I'm just telling you, fine. I didn't say he's a a bad, nasty person. I'm saying he is not a Republican. He is not a conservative, not by a long shot. And they're more into uh, keeping same-o, same-o. It's what Donald Trump termed the swamp. That's why you don't see any change in California. That's why you don't see any change in the United States of America. It just keeps getting worse and worse. It gets farther and farther away from the vision of our founding fathers because Republicans in name are not really Republicans. Mitch McConnell is not a Republican. Kevin McCarthy is not a Republican. They are something else. George, the Bush family are not Republicans. They're all scammers. This has been a scheme, a scam going on. I kept thinking, I'm trying to do the right thing here, and people— Vote people in that sound like I think and say the right things. And then they get in there and they just can't do anything. Just name me some things that J- James Gallagher's done. I can name you lots of things that uh, Kevin Kiley's done while he was in there. And they had the same positions. James is just like a do nothing. So I, anyway, uh, Trump says illegal immigration is destroying our country. He's talking about poisoning the blood of the country. Now they're calling him a fascist. He said, I don't even know what fascist. He said, I don't even know what Hitler. He said, oh, Hitler said that. He said, I've never studied Hitler. I don't care what Hitler said. He said, it's poisoning the country. And uh, it is. And when I read you what just happened with ICE, the immigration people, and the people that they just 
the 20, 30, 40,000 people they just arrested, pedophiles. That's what Trump's talking about. He's always talked about these people. Many of these people coming across are criminals and they need to be kept in other countries. And, and, uh, you just can't open the border. And right now, have you wondered how come we can't close the border? And we got the majority in the, in the house. We can't close the border. We can't do anything about it. And we're going to go years after years. And the things just are parading in, parading in, parading in. And supposedly half the people back there are Republican to think like, and you don't want it. I've not met anybody who said, oh, yeah, I like it. Nobody, nobody wants it. Yeah, we just get more and more and more of it. So anyway, uh, Trump is is being attacked from every side in every way. The only thing they haven't done is shot him. And I, I just think there's a high chance that they're going to shoot him before it's over. <clears throat> because uh, and I think Bobby Kennedy is the same way. I think Bobby Kennedy, the exact same way. Do you know that the, the Secret Service, the government of the United States will not allow Bobby Kennedy after two of his, his father and his uncle were both killed running for office. You don't think Bobby Kennedy's a target and they will not they will not back him up. I gotta take a break and we have our third segment coming right up. From Coney Island to the sunset strip. Somebody's gonna make a happy Takes a lick on the pepper stick now. So come a flying from a higher place and fill the stocking by the fire. For all the time that he's been gaffing about the Biden White House and have for the past two years, it's striking how little we really know about what goes on there. Who exactly works for Joe Biden? <laughs> what do they do all day? What stage of gender transition are they in? Those are all fair and necessary questions. So tonight, in an attempt to answer them, we'd like to roll out the first installment in a regular educational feature we're calling Who Runs Your Government? Tonight's focus, Sam Brinton. Sam Brinton is one of the people who runs your government. Brinton is a senior official at the Department of Energy. His job is to oversee this country's nuclear waste disposal. Brinton makes sure that spent fuel rods are safely stored. That's a bigger responsibility than you might know. Most people assume that once a rod is spent, you can ignore it and move on to something else. Maybe take your dog to the park. But that's not true. The spent rods are often the hardest to deal with, and Sam Britton is an expert on this topic. But that's not all he is. Britton is also non-binary, gender fluid, and possibly two-spirit. That's his real superpower, and it's why Joe Biden hired him for such a sensitive job. Here's Britton in 2019 in a clip the White House Personnel Office clearly reviewed before bringing him aboard. Be good. Brinton, and I serve as head of advocacy and government affairs for the Trevor Project. I find freedom to be a beautiful concept. Many of my friends say that sometimes I'm a little too free. I tend to be myself. The power of freedom is that ability to be oneself isn't necessarily hindered, but is rather celebrated. I'm a gender fluid individual who walks the halls of Congress. Talk about the power of 
being free every day to hear that my stilettos click on those marble floors and yet know that I deserve to be in that room just as much as anybody else. Now, traditionally, there haven't been a lot of guys at the energy department whose stilettos click on marble floors. So from the beginning, you knew that Sam Britton's portfolio would extend far beyond nuclear waste. And indeed it does. When there's a crisis in the Biden White House, Sam Britton is the man slash woman they turn to. Seriously. On September 16th of this year, there was a crisis in the White House. Ron DeSantis had just airlifted a group of illegal aliens from Latin America onto the idyllic Massachusetts island of Martha's Vineyard. The problem for the Biden administration was pretty obvious. How do you publicly support open borders without offending your own high-dollar donors, many of whom vacation on Martha's Vineyard and don't want to share their beaches with Brazilians who have only high school degrees? That's a tough one. But Sam Britton had a plan. Then check this out. Like the OSS in wartime France, he sketched out a complex diversionary operation designed to rescue the White House from this disaster. Britton traveled incognito to the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport, and he headed for the baggage claim. There he found the enemy's Achilles heel. He found a $2,000 roller bag, unguarded and stuffed with fashionable women's clothing. With maximum stealth, Sam Britton then flew the clothes back to HQ in Washington and added them to his own wardrobe. The operation was a success. Sam Britton's spunky new outfit sent shockwaves through the patriarchy. Clicking high heels were one thing, but a sequin taffeta halter top? There was no stopping him or the administration he worked for. With his new clothes, Britton flew to Los Angeles, where he headlined a seminar on his two areas of demonstrated expertise, the hard sciences and sexual bondage. The seminar was called Spanking, From Calculus to Chemistry, and it promised to explain why, quote, physics is a pivotal part of the kink experience. Britton's alma mater, MIT, was deeply impressed. The school posted a glowing profile of its kink-savvy graduate on its website, complete with a picture of Sam Britton wearing clothes that appeared to be taken from the roller bag at the Minneapolis airport. Sam Britton, declared MIT, which is a university, saves the world. Unfortunately, local police had a different view of Sam Britton. As it turns out, there are surveillance cameras in the Minneapolis airport, and those cameras captured Britton removing the ID tags from the roller bag on the carousel. This was proof that it wasn't a mix-up. Sam Britton stole some ladies' dresses and underwear and then traveled around the country wearing them. That's a crime, even in 2022. So police arrested Britton and they charged him with felony theft. That's a shame. So going forward, at some point, it looks like somebody else is going to have to deal with America's spent fuel rods. Thankfully, the White House already has a candidate in mind. That would be Dylan Mulvaney, TikTok star and advisor to the President of the United States. Department of Energy, meet your latest nuclear waste engineer. It's my first winter season as a woman, and it's also the first winter that I have boobies. And I especially love that I smell like vanilla cashmere. I mean, who wouldn't want their breasts to smell like vanilla cashmere? And just a reminder that people of all genders use tampons, not just women. I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. And we all just normalize women having bulges sometimes. All people use tampons, not just women, says Dylan Mulvaney. Now, we don't know if Dylan Mulvaney spelled that out in detail for the President of the United States when he and Biden met recently at the White House, as they did. But we can tell you that what Dylan Mulvaney has just said is science. Pure 200 proof, make your eyes water scientific fact 
the kind you want a shot of early in the morning after a rough night. No mixers, thanks. I'll take my science straight up and wipe my mouth on my sleeve. And that's what it's like every day at the White House under Joe Biden. A raging nonstop science party. As Ms. Karine Jean-Pierre explained to an awestruck press corps the other day, sometimes after his nap, Joe Biden will go ahead and meet with science people. That's how he relaxes with top scientists. Watch. Today, President Biden met with three U.S. winners of the 2022 Nobel Prize, Dr. Caroline Bertozzi, who won the Nobel Prize in chemistry, Dr. John Clauser, who won the Nobel Prize in physics, and Dr. Douglas Diamond, who won the Nobel Prize in economic sciences. So Joe Biden met with not one, not two, but three winners of the Nobel Prize. No, to be clear, it wasn't the Nobel Prize. The Nobel Prize is a trademarked brand. It's slightly different. In the same way that that $12 handbag you bought on Canal Street wasn't, strictly speaking, made by Louis Vuitton. But whatever, it was a decent bag and you got a good price on it. And it's the same with the Nobel Prize. It's not the Nobel Prize, but it is noble. It's a noble prize. That's how it got its name. Ask Karine Jean-Pierre. Wrapped up, so consumed by all this hurt If you ask me, don't know where to start Angle of confusion, rose that go nowhere I know there's somewhere better cause you always take me there Alright, welcome back. You, with a broken you know, if you ever get in a car crash or somebody runs into your car and you come out from a store and got crunched or however it got damaged somebody vandalizes it where i go is alan's auto body where kevin and kerry clark and sons are operating out of there for many years now alan's auto body is located at tea garden and sutter street in yuba city i go down sutter and tea garden is across street and they're right on the corner in a bright yellow building they're very easy to get to and uh, they're easy to work with they're honest people they're very clear they uh they when they make a commitment they stick with it they get their job done it's beautiful my car's beautiful when they get done with it uh i've used them for auto body before and and also just replacing parts that i thought got funky and uh they've done a super job every time their number, it's a landline, it's 530-671-1057, 671-1057. Also, uh, Dr. Cassidy and I, Doc is a specialist with addiction. He's a medical doctor. I am not a doctor. I'm just a logistics guy helping people get the help they need. So Dr. Cassidy and I have been advertising our phone numbers for addicts to call us. So we appreciate uh, you listening. I know probably you know addicts. You may have some in your family. And uh, uh, it, people say, oh, I'm, I'm going to call Lou. He'll do this. He'll do that. I really need the addict to call me. Uh, I can give you some numbers if you want when you call me. But ultimately, the addict needs to call. Otherwise, we just all spin our wheels, take our t a lot of time talking on the phone, well, if this happens, if that happens, you really need the addict to call and make the appointment. So I'm going to give you three ways to make an appointment with Dr. Cassidy. Why are we going to do a doctor's appointment when a guy's addicted to drugs? Because there's usually a lot of 
special issues going on. Every drug addict is different, and a lot of them have medical problems as well. So it's nice to start off with a, a once-over, check-over, and also if they need to go to a uh, uh, inpatient rehab, it's nice to have a doctor's visit, and then, then they say, oh, you need to be checked over by a doctor. They said, oh, yeah, I just came from one, right? So Preach Tree Health is the first number I'm going to give you. Five three zero seven four nine thirty two forty two, seven four nine thirty two forty two, and the um, sometimes that number is hard to get through on. You, you get backed up. It's an auto attendance system. If it gets too frustrating for you, you're not feeling well. You can't hang on the phone. I'm going to give you Dr. Cassidy's cell phone, but I don't want you to call it. I want you to text it once during the day. And when you text his number, I want you to just put in your name, addiction, and your phone number, okay? And then when he gets free from patients, he'll call you up, like, what's up? His number is 530-682-8648, 682-8648. If you're waiting for him and you just can't wait any longer, you can reach me easily, easier than all the other ones, but I got... They can do more for you, like Peachtree Health can make an appointment. Dr. Cassidy can make an appointment. I'll just have to, I'll have to go make an appointment with them and move through the system. For, but I'm happy to do that for you because I know you're having a tough time. So if you're serious and you're ready to go, uh, my number is 530-713-1838. We're getting people in rehabs and get people, we're getting people medicine to help them every single week, which is good. So my number is 530-713-1838. You can reach me night or day, talk or text, either way, and uh, we'll get you going, okay? All righty. I want to go on down here, and uh, I found this interesting. So I find it interesting to find out who's supporting what candidates. And uh, there's a satanic terrorist cult by the name of order of nine angles it's a satanic cult founded in the united kingdom in the 1970s and they have endorsed the biden harris ticket for 2024 when satanists endorse political candidates they do it for all the wrong reasons as you can imagine maybe you don't know much about satanism or maybe you just think it's foolishness and it's not really powerful or for real this group you might see their initials o 9 a o 9 a that's order of nine angles not angels angles and uh they've been around and so this article says and what could be written off as a brazen attempt of gaining some cheap exposure O9A manages to paint itself as the kind of fools who utter a prophetic phrase or two before falling into the abyss of eternal fire. This isn't a Christian article, folks. On Wednesday, O9A stated on its website that, quote, democracy is failing. Worldwide nations, worldwide nations are going broke, preparing for war, inundated with refugees, beset by internal refugees, ruled by career careerist psychopaths and perhaps most ominously electing leaders who are associated with foreign powers 
I would agree with that. Wouldn't you agree with that? So they go on. Instead of saying we need to stop all that, they're for all that. I just read. And they go on to say we want to rush into the abyss so that the end of history can come to its natural terminus and a new dark age will be visited upon the earth. You know, there's different people thinking about different things when it comes to where we're headed in the earth. And they're not only they're not just thinking like you're thinking. And they're not thinking loving thoughts and redemptive thoughts and kind thoughts. They're not doing the Lord's prayer and praying that his will be done in earth as it is in heaven. No, they're not praying that. It says in this new era, the endorsement continued. uh, Might will make right. The claw and tooth will always be red and blood will cross the land like an ever flowing stream. The strong will oppress the weak. The weak will die and the natural selection will resume. This can only happen through weak humanist leadership. Well, we got that right now, right? That will stumble its way into war. We got that right now, right? It will stumble its way into famine, recession, terrorism, corruption, and human misery. The suicides will leave before the battles commence. Only Biden-Harris can bring about this advancement of history, and therefore, we endorse Biden-Harris campaign in 2024. I have, we have a lot of Republicans in California that don't mind Biden-Harris. As long as their people stay in power and they get their money. You know, a lot of people get paid $175,000 a year. It doesn't matter who's running the government. They still get paid. They still get their per diem. They still get called to the term assemblyman or senator or chief of staff. Doesn't matter what happens in the country. Good weather, bad weather. They get paid, paid, paid. So they don't care whether it's, uh, they just want to control what goes on. He says, the last thing we want right now is one of these Christian band-aid do-gooders like Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, Donald Trump, and Ron DeSantis to take over and fix things. <coughs> they call all of them Christians, but they're not. I won't, I won't, you know, I don't need to fuss with all the details. They're, this is what they said, not what I said. The group has surfaced in disturbing news reports. This group, O9A, involving pedophilia. Isn't it interesting how popular pedophilia is becoming? And terrorism. In 2020, a U.S. Army private, Ethan Melzer, was indicted by the Justice Department on charges of sending details about his unit's movement to the group. He sent his unit's movement private strategic information about his army unit to this satanic group. And this group was planning to attack American soldiers. Does that get your attention now? Instead of Lou just filling time, I'm not filling time ever on this show ever. I don't have time to waste. I may be dead tomorrow. 
I do not have any time to waste. I'm telling you serious stuff every week. Private Ethan Melzer was assisting O9A to make a plan to take out American soldiers. He was found out and sentenced in March to 45 years in prison. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the sad thing is there are a lot of Christians in America of various flavors. Very few of them vote. They will answer to God for that because God says we are to be salt and light on the earth. A lot of Christians are so stupid. They're actually, these 09A people are a lot smarter than most Christians. A lot of Christians say, well, we don't mix religion and politics. First of all, Jesus wasn't into religion, and he was fully into the political scene. Just I'll just leave that there for you to marinate on. Uh, okay. wanted to mention to you that uh, Sweden, you know, all countries did not handle COVID like we did. By the way, there's two things going on right now. There's tons of people dying. There's, when you hear the term, there's excessive numbers of people dying. When you say excessive, you say compared to what? Right. Say, say, Lou, compared to what? Compared to the CDC annual averages of America. And they have the annual average for a, every ailment, including suicide or accidents. Right. Heart disease, cancer. Right. All of it. They have the averages. There are hundreds of thousands of excessive deaths. Have you heard about it in the mainstream news? No. Have you heard about anybody looking into it? No. Why? Because you're getting scammed. We're getting scammed. Not all nations are handling this as as much as a cover-up as America is. In fact, uh, David Martin, Dr. David Martin spoke before the European Union a couple months ago, and it's now the most listened to clip in the history of the world, billions of people have listened to it. Have you heard about it in, that on the news? No. You're being schnookered. If you're still listening to the, the television, please turn it off. I, I'm telling you, it's like taking just a little bit of arsenic every day and then wondering why you're sick all day. So Sweden had 215 expired doses, 215 million expired doses. That means they're, they were bad juju to begin with and expired. They're not going to give out expired doses. So they are throwing out 215 million expired doses of the MRNA shots. It comes to a cost to taxpayers of 64, uh, sorry, not 64, $4 billion Pounds, a pound is more than a dollar, four billion pounds. It gets worse than that. In fact, they ordered a whopping 4.2 billion vaccine doses, enough for giving each citizen in the EU nine doses, each. 
And this <clears throat> is this why they push so hard for people to get the boosters so they could get rid of the surplus vaccines. There was only 15 EU member countries disclose, disclosing their data, and it shows that they have thrown away at least 0.7 doses per person on average. If we project that out, that's a whopping 312 million doses have been thrown away, equal to 5.8 billion pounds. That's money. And I don't even... And then it says Poland and Hungary have refused to accept any more vaccines and are now being sued by Pfizer. Pfizer's coming to a train wreck. They're being sued by Pfizer for not paying for millions and millions of doses A poison. Untested poison. People are dying left and right in, in, in our town town. They our, our health officers covering it up. Fong Lu. Remember, we had the dashboard for COVID. Oh, every anytime anybody sneezed or, or spelled COVID, they'd get on the dashboard. <clears throat> In Romania, prosecutors are looking to take legal action against its former prime minister and the health ministers. Why would they take legal action? Because they killed people. They knowingly killed people. And they also say they bought so many vaccines which caused the state massive financial losses. Then sort of a tongue-in-cheek comment, how much CO2 has been emitted during the production of all this wasted vaccine doses, if you're really concerned about CO2? I like the more CO2, I think, the better. Imagine all the waste. I agree. For all the talk about being environmentally friendly, it's your, you know, it's interesting. These guys, these people that want to shrink the world population, they are not in, they only use the environment as an excuse. Their ultimate goal is to shrink the population of the world from about 7.5 billion to 500 million. All right, I want to tell you, let's see. We're coming up to another break here. The uh, I used to work with ICE a lot when I was in Yuba County Jail. Now they ran them out of there, the government, state government, federal government. I liked working with them. I, I thought they were wonderful people. That's our Immigration Customs em, em, Enforcement. They arrested 26 illegal immigrants, not just illegal immigrants, they were all sex offenders, some of whom are pedophiles. In a two-day sting, just a two-day sting, two days, Monday through Wednesday, the enforcement and, and removal operations, that's ERO, in L.A., one city, two days, 26 sex offenders that happened to be illegal aliens. How about this 19-year-old citizen of El Salvador was convicted by the Superior Court of California of felony sexual forcible oral copulation of a minor over 14 years old and battery by restraint. Another one in L.A., a 40-year-old citizen of Mexico was convicted by the Superior Court of California of felony lewd acts with a child and continual sexual abuse. In L.A., a 35-year-old citizen of Guatemala, so now we have Guatemala, Mexico, El Salvador, 
35-year-old citizen of Guatemala was convicted by the Superior Court of California of felony child molestation in an inhabited dwelling. That means that these people who are not citizens and won't go to court, maybe some of them for 10 years to, to sort out their citizenship. That's right, I said a decade. There's so many of them now. And when they commit crimes, they're just handling them like they were be a citizen. So that's just three. The uh, Eero, the arrest people, arrested 46,496 illegal immigrants with criminal convictions in fiscal year 22. Of those, of the 46,000 and a half, 8,164 were sex and sexual assault offenses. Uh, in that year, <clears throat> Eero, uh, same year, 2022, 46,396 non-citizens, they had qu- criminal histories. All those people. This group had 198,498 associated charges and convictions, including 21,531 assault offenses, 8,164 sex and sexual assault offenses, 5,554 weapons offenses, 1,501 homicide-related offenses, and 1,114 kidnapping offenses. We'll be right back, and we'll start our fourth segment. Jewish cafes. I'm Ami Horowitz, and anti-Semitism is rising precipitously across the globe. How bad is it? I'm here at San Francisco State University, one of the most left-leaning intersectional schools in the country. I'm here to raise money to kill Jews. Money for arms and weapons to fight back against the Jews, operations against the Jews, but around the world, in in France, in Germany, here, in Britain, wherever they are, but here in Europe, we want to raise arms so we can strike them all over the world. We have to hit these people hard. And we want to fund operations against soft targets. Uh, Schools, hospitals, Jewish cafes, hospitals, Jewish schools, Jewish buses, synagogues, that kind of thing. Targets that can make them really feel it, attack, blow things up, blow shit up. Gotcha, okay, yeah. You know, yeah. we have to strike back. Yeah, we can't no, I allow- definitely agree. All we have are rockets and suicide bombers and that kind of thing. The suicide bomber. Because it's like part of their religion, like they want it to take over. People are evil in these, these worlds, so you know what I mean? They, That's they what we have, to stri- we have to strike back. Yeah, most definitely. So you think it's economic or think it's the religion motivating them? Mm, I think it's a mix. Keeping them controlled with like genocide. A lot of people think they're superior to others, you know what I mean? So they think, think they're, they're superior. Yeah, a lot of them think that. Jupremacy. I think their behavior and the actions are evil. It says they want the land, it's a money thing. I don't, I don't know, I'm just heading to class. You agree with what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. But yes, I would totally be down. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. yeah bro, I, I agree with you. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Hitting, hitting these targets? Yes. I appreciate it. Thank you Thank so you. much. 
But I like what you're saying. I I would love to help. You want to spread the word too? Or? Spread the word for sure. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, guys. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't have I don't have money to give, but if you if you need word but of mouth, but moral like, support, you can give me. Yeah. And just like, can spread like, the message. Like promotions, like putting on a story or something. How much money would you be able to do? It's tax deductible. A couple bucks. Like five. Also five. Like five dollars. Five bucks. But yeah, five ten. I'd probably do like five bucks. Five bucks is great. 10? Yeah, like 5 to 10. Like $15 right now. Say $15. That'd be amazing. Like $15, $20 probably. That'd be great. Cool 20. 20? Yeah. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. I don't really have a job right now, so. Okay. I would do like maybe $20. 20 bucks. I'd do 20. 20 bucks. 30? That'd be amazing. Yeah. Peace and love. Yes. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah, just evil. Straight up evil. I couldn't have said it better myself. The rhetoric in demonizing Jews we have seen globally has led to this. 28 out of 35 people that I engaged in conversation with expressed support for what I was doing. And 17 out of 35, nearly 50% of people I spoke with, offered me money to kill Jews. Deviancy out there. We're seeing a lot of the left's depravity allegedly connected to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Now, you're also working to uncover his infamous client log from his private jet, a motion the Democrat Senator Dick Durbin is, is trying to block. Congressman, why do you think so many Democrats are committed to protecting the list of a dead pedophile? What possible national security implications could that have? What you see in so many times, my dear friend, Marsha Blackburn, I thought she was snubbed. That's why I got involved with it. She can handle her own. But when the Democrat-controlled Senate did that, I, I went to Chairman Comer in the Republican-controlled House, and I said, we need, to, we need to fix this. This is wrong. And too many of my colleagues, I'm afraid, are compromised uh, in this area for whatever reason. Somebody just whispered in their ear, said, hey, you don't want something to come out on something else. You better keep your mouth shut on this. And that's exactly what they've done. And, um, and it continues to go, whether it's the honeypot that the Russians used to use or something worse, I don't know. But, but it's clearly, you see that up and down the line. You see good conservatives vote for liberal policies. And frankly, you see some liberals occasionally that will vote for something else. So obviously, the, um, the Congress has been compromised. And this continues on through the White House, through the Justice Department. It's a, the trash can is very deep. It's not a... It's not a it, mm -hmm. I, it, not a swamp, it's an open sewer. Have you noticed the died suddenly trend? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. All over the world, people are suddenly dropping dead. Many have been caught on video. Are you concerned that many who have died suddenly are young adults? And are you disturbed that for many of these, the cause of death is labeled unknown? If these sudden deaths or the very high number of COVID vaccine injuries have convinced you that the experimental mRNA COVID jab put something dangerous into your body, don't despair because there's a solution. After much research, honest Christian doctor and foremost COVID expert Dr. Peter McCullough now offers his spike protein formula to reverse the ravages of the jab. You can learn about it on our website. Protect yourself and your family. SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California. I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Even your emotions have an echo in so much space. Mm -hmm. When you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch.
All righty, fourth segment. When I have problems with my house, I can't take time to learn how to do everything, so I have specialists in all areas of my life, whether it's my physical body, my car, my house, my illegal, my legal life, my spiritual life, my physical life, all the stuff. I use specialists, right? So one of them I use is Thrifty Rooter when I have a plumbing problem. And you can go to thriftyrooter.net to find out all the cool things they do. You think, oh, I think they just fix a pipe, right? Oh, it's a lot more complicated than that and a lot, lot cooler than that. Because they do urban and rural plumbing. That means they're, they're out there in the boondocks where you got a septic system and it's backing up on you, overflowing. And they just roll in, in their, with all their equipment and they just fix it. So you can go on their website to find out all the stuff they do accomplish. And you can look there and say, oh, I need that and I need that. And I need that. you just put a check on the box. And you can send them a message on the, off the website at thriftyrooter.net. And that will get there as fast as a phone call. Or if you think, oh, I hate to use the computer. I hate to use the Internet. I'm just going to call them. You can. They got people waiting for you. So you can call 530-673-8201. 673-8201. And whether you're in Butte County, Sutter County, Yuba County, Nevada County, Calusa County, or you're over in Lincoln, which is in Placer County, they will come for you. They will come out in the rural areas or they'll come in the urban areas and they will fix your problem. 530-673-8201. You think, I wonder are they are they experienced? Do they know what they're doing? Are they fly by night? Well, these guys have been in business somewhere between 40 and 50 years. Same family. Unbelievable, isn't it? I, I, I have great pride in the businesses that I have uh, interaction with and, <clears throat> and talk about and know that have just stuck with it and, and kept a good reputation and handled the good days and the bad days all the same, just did a righteous job. And so 530-673-8201. Also, my friends over at Elite Universal Security, they will try to keep your stuff your stuff and keep people from bothering your customers and keep people out of your house and keep people out of your ranches and off your property and out of your vacant buildings, your vacant houses that are getting ready to be rented or just need to protect them until it's time of year when you're going to use them again. So Elite Universal Security do all the different types of patrol, foot patrol, electronic patrol, car patrol, auto patrol, and they're working <clears throat> all the way up to the Oregon border. We're about five hours below the Oregon border where I'm sitting and uh, in Yuba County. And they're down here, but they're operating in ver various counties with various contracts. So you might think, wow, I wonder... I wonder if they have any jobs. They do. They have some jobs. So if you're out there listening to me and you're thinking, man, I could I could use a part-time job. This I, I don't know whether I can make all these expenses in California anymore. Well, that will train you to be a guard. And th if they're doing a project in your area, you, will, you don't have to move. You don't have to come down here. They'll hire you from where you are and train you and uh, be happy to have you. So um, you can reach them at 530-749-0280, 530-749-0280, and you, they have a dispatch center, so you can get them just about any time, 
And if you need their help, or you can go to check their website out at EliteUniversalSecurity.com. And uh, you can reach them probably off there, but you could call them at 530-749-0280 if you want them to do a job for you or you or you want a job from them and go to work with them. And uh, you may be retired from maybe heavy construction or some type of work. You want to do something different. You want to do something a little easier than that. And I've run into some of my friends that work for them and from other, maybe for other security groups as well. And I said, oh, what are you doing nowadays? They said, oh, I retired from driving truck and I couldn't do it. I couldn't stay at home. I need to do something. I'm healthy. I need to make some money. So they're out helping on uh, security work. So uh, check them out and uh, tell them that you heard about it from Lou. All right. <clears throat> Let's get back down here. And uh, I told you earlier that it took four <clears throat> Republicans. I, I, whenever I say Republican, I'm putting quotes around it because they're not real Republicans. They're different kinds of Republicans. Uh, so it took four Republican voters to push Trump off the ballot. He's really not off the ballot in Colorado yet, but uh, uh, their court system said so. But this, because it's a presidential election, they can't just mess around like they would if it was a local election. And so probably he's going to get back on the ballot over there. That I told you last week. No, I didn't tell you last week. You know, the the last uh, president or made the only president that was ever kept off the ballot, you know who it was? Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln was kept off the ballot, not just in one state or two states, but in most every southern state that was a slave state. His name did not appear on the ballot. And so they had a presidential election that Abraham Lincoln won but he didn't get any he he didn't win any of those slave states you see what i'm saying so one commentary commentator said that, that trump even if he didn't get a chance to win colorado he could still win the presidential election because you don't need every single state but the fact is it's unrighteous what they're doing and it's unrighteous what they're doing in california and the sad thing is to me that that Gav, that uh, James Gallagher, our uh, representative, our assemblyman for the Yuba Sutter counties, who claims to be a Republican and takes money from Republicans in our area and shows up at the Republican Central Committee and controls both our central committees. And he and he actually is working with the Democrats to keep Trump off the California ballot. Now, uh, it's a lady you may not even know this lady. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Did you know who the lieutenant governor of the state is? Normally, I'd just be able to rattle it off, right? But I just forgot about this lady. This gal is a wallflower. <clears throat> Her family are bajillionaires. And basically bought her a political career. Her name's Elaine, Elaine Kunalakis. That's a name for you, right? 
Eleni, E-L-E-N-I, Kunalakis. And um, she is she wants to run to be the next governor of the state of California. And so she's slapping her wings, and she and nine state lawmakers have pushed to remove the former president from the California ballot. Now, the sad thing about this, that uh, James Gallagher, our local assemblyman, is involved in this, trying to keep Trump off the ballot. And I resent it. I resent it. <clears throat> I don't think just because you don't like somebody, like, for instance, they say, oh, well, he, he, tried, he was involved in an insurrection. Nobody proved that. He is, it's like saying, oh, he's a burglar. Oh, he's a pedophile. That's one thing if somebody's been charged and uh, tried and found guilty. Nobody has accused, do you know that the January 6th people, nobody's been found guilty, according to what I've read, of insurrection. The magic word to keep people off the ballot. The president of the United States has not been charged with this. He was not at that event that day. But all of them are saying, it's just like uh, the, uh, who was it that said, uh, the judge in New York, I can't remember his name, the guy that wanted to do photo ops with the media in the courtroom. And, and before the trial started, he called judge, he called Trump, he's a bad person. He's a bad person. Can you imagine going in and you're on trial and you're going to argue that you're innocent and the guy calls you a bad person, the judge. Do you think that's compromised? This is unbelievable what's going on in our country, people. And a lot of you just get go along with it. Like you go along with James Gallagher behind the scenes thinking you're not paying attention. Many of you didn't know this, maybe. He's got his chief of staff working on undermining and organizing a boycott among Republicans, the few Republicans in the state of California to go along with Governor Elaine, Lieutenant Governor Eleni Kunalakis, who wants to be the next governor. Jessica Levinson, a constitutional law professor at Loyola, predicted that the U.S. Supreme Court will overturn the Colorado court with the justices probably loathe to give the appearance that they are over, that they're throwing the 2024 presidential election or putting their thumb on the scale. They are. They would be. They, they are. <laughs> if, if they allow this to go on. A strict legal question, Levinson said. This is a top constitutional lawyer, Jessica Levinson. I wish she and would go up against Chris Ann Hall. I think she'd have her little fat rear handed to her with Chris Ann in the room. As a strict legal question, Levinson said, if you give aid or comfort to those who engage in insurrection, the question is, who did that? There's no proof he did that. There's, he hasn't been tried. He hasn't been charged. And she's talking like it's, she's talking trash, man. This is a constitutional law professor. If you give aid or comfort to those who engage in, then you are not eligible for the ballot, in my view. There's no proof he did that. It's like saying, if you rape people, 
if Trump rapes people, he shouldn't be on the ballot. What rape? What rape? You can't just make stuff up out of the blue. Oh, I don't like him. I never have liked him. I don't like his wife. I don't like his kids. I don't, I don't, I don't. It doesn't make any difference. People have a right to run for the office. <clears throat> so anyway, that's that's situation on that. How about who can replace Kevin McCarthy? This Kevin McCarthy is the biggest narcissist. What's a narcissist? Somebody that's totally thinks their life is the center of the universe. Everything is judged on how it works for them. He is a biggest sissy, pussy. I have I've seen. I I'm I'm ashamed of the people that I know that like him. I thought we do not see life anything at all alike. Kevin McCarthy is a liar. People that are very liberal even call him a liar. Nancy Mace out of North Carolina said he is a liar. That's why I voted him out. He told us things. He guaranteed us things. Nine months go by, he hasn't done anything. He's, he's a typical politician. He's everything that we don't like about politicians. He loves this war in Ukraine. I mean, it's unbelievable. There's nothing right about this guy. Doug LaMalfa, who's from this area, he's a, he's a, a congressman. I don't know whether it's still on his website. He gushed over him like he's got a romance with him. Oh, he was betrayed. No, 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 Doug. He betrayed the people. He's the one. He's the betrayer. So Vince Fong, who was his one of his staff members, was going to run in his place. But Vince Fong is a Republican assemblyman. <clears throat> and his office, he can't run for both offices at once, according to the Secretary of State. He can't run for both offices, according to her. And so when he switched, he first he was, was going to run, then he wasn't going to run. But he's actually signed up to run for the Republican assembly spot he has but now he wants to run when he realized that state senator shannon grove wasn't going to run for mccarthy's spot he tried to jump into mccarthy's spot and they shirley weber the secretary said secretary of state said you can't do that so now they got a fight on and another guy jim brulty who i never liked either he's he's retired from the senate Said nobody, we got to find somebody who's focused on representing the area the way Kevin has. Really, Jim? This guy is a rhino, Jim. Maybe that's what you are, that's what you like about him. They got the same smell. Kevin McCarthy didn't have to quit this year. That wasn't the end of his term. You realize that? He quit because it's all about Kevin. He isn't for the people. It's all about Kevin and his ego. And his ego took a pop. It took a pop when it took 15 votes to get him in there as House Speaker. 
It took a pop when he was called on having sex with Renee Elmers, the congresswoman out of, I think, South Carolina or North Carolina. Remember, he withdrew. That was the first time. Then it took 15 votes, and he had to make all these guarantees with the, the Republican Conservative Caucus. And after nine months, from January to October, when he was joining with Pelosi on a lot of issues, they said, we're done with you, dude. And I would have been done with him, too. Lamalfa's not done with him. You know why Lamalfa? Because he's got the same deodorant. It's called Swamp Special. It's called the Swamp Scent. Kevin and Lamalfa and all these people... Uh, and Gallagher, Garamendi, it doesn't matter what their D's and R's. They're swampers. And and LaMalfa, have you ever heard from LaMalfa? Just recently you've seen a couple things from LaMalfa. <coughs> that guy's been in it for years. <coughs> Bobert from Colorado. Green from Georgia, Kylie from California. They've made more waves in the first year of their experience as a congressperson than Lamalfa has in an entire career back there. Even Lauren Bulbert from Colorado. Yeah, I know she got in a situation in the movie theater. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just saying she's, she's actually working at it. And Assemblyman Cawthorn, the same way, the guy in the wheelchair. Was it Madison? Is it Madison Cawthorn? Same thing. They they throw down. So now who do you, says, who do you have? I'm just looking at my time here. Who do you have left running? So they got this guy named Sheriff Mike Boudreaux, who claims again, to be a conservative who's for open borders. They caught him making a speech from the past of open borders. He may run. Another guy I've been looking into, David Giglio, not Gigolo, Giglio, says in this article, these people, a far-right self-described American first candidate. These, these people, these, uh, these writers, far right. What's far right? You mean he believes in the American flag and the, he's supportive of the military? You need to go on his Facebook site <coughs> or his po- political site, David Giglio, and read exactly what he's for. I think you'll probably agree with it. American first candidate who has been critical, always been critical of McCarthy. I would be in the same boat if I was down there with David Giglio. They got a guy named Matt Stoll. He's a former fighter pilot who operates a landscaping business and has run for Congress twice before. And another guy who runs a card room. Anyway, the bottom line is Giglio is a, it is being endorsed, as I've been looking him up today, by General Flynn and Roger Stone, who helped President Trump. So if you're if you're into Trump, you'd be into David Giglio. He's he's got a master's degree in education and teaching. He's been a teacher. He owns a uh, sports card memorabilia business. But uh, he's he's a patriot. Look him up. But here they if you just read what they say here, oh, he's a far right self-described 
America first. No, he's America first. He's a patriot. He's make America great. He wants Trump. All right, we're going to be right back and uh, start a fifth segment. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. That's right. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back no more. What you say? Hit the road, Jack. Away, but I'll be back on my feet someday. Don't care if you understood, you ain't got no money, you just ain't no good. Well, I guess if you say so, I'll have to pack my things and go. That's right, in the road, Jack. children or people are, are to like totally unvaccinated is that con- like where where do you find is it just the uh, parents that stepped up and said i would think that's a very small percentage because yeah, so many of us blindly followed you know uh, the recommendations to vaccinate children yeah it's, uh, le- it's less than one percent of the public so uh, the amish are a perfect example of a uh, large uh, group of people who are uh, largely unvaccinated and there's no autism. We can't find an autistic kid who was unvaccinated. It's very, very rare in the Amish community. Very, very rare. You won't find kids with ADD, with autoimmune disease, with panda pans, with epilepsy. You just don't find any of these chronic diseases in the Amish. And, you know, the U.S. government has been studying the Amish for decades. But there's never been a report out to the public. The reason, of course, is it would it would show that, oh, if you don't follow our guidelines, you're going to end up healthier. That's why there's no report after decades of studying the Amish. There's no report because the report would be devastating to the narrative. It would show that the CDC has been harming the public for decades and saying nothing and burying all the. Reparable Victoria Sparts questioned Attorney General Merrick Garland on his fear of the Justice Department during today's House Judiciary Committee hearing. A very moving statement about your grandparents coming here uh, from Belarus to live in the country without fear of prosecution. I grew up in very similar country, Ukraine now, and when I came here as a young person, I believed in the value as an American not to be afraid of my government. But I wanted to tell you, and I want to share with you and get your thoughts on that, are you aware that a lot of Americans are now uh, afraid of being prosecuted by your department? Are you aware about that? Are you aware of that? I'm just saying, are you aware or not? She absolutely has first-hand knowledge. People need to listen to her. Uh, I think that uh, constant attacks on the department and saying uh, it's that... It's not attacks. Well, let me, let me give you an example. I don't know we talk what... about January 6th. I'm sorry? Yeah, there, there, some people came on January 6th. There probably were some people that came on January 6th here, you know, that had bad intent. But a lot of good Americans from my district came here because they are sick and tired of this government not serving them. 
They came with strollers and the kids, and there was chaotic situation because the proper security wasn't provided. That's a question that was answered really why. Why we debated for 45 minutes on the floor and didn't stop the debate after the people broke in into the Capitol. But these people came, they were throwing the smoke bombs into the crowd with strollers with kids. People were showed up, you know, FBI agent to people's houses. You had in my district, in my town, FBI phone numbers all over the district. Please call, call that. People are truly afraid. I just want to make sure if you're not aware that you are. And this is a big problem when people are afraid. That is what it looks like when a politician has a brain and a conscience. Of their own government. And I'll show you some other things. We're talking about justice system. I don't question, you're probably not a bad person. I don't know you, but well, I'll tell you, you're in charge of the department. And people right now feel, you know, I look at Durham report and I call on the FISA violations of queries of millions of Americans, right? It's like KGB, but when I read Durham reports, we have this, you have a nice, you know, playbook. First, let's have a special counsel, and then you don't have to answer any questions here. Then, let's extend slow work investigation on Hillary Clinton, on Hunter, everything is slow work. We were very quick on Donald Trump, but you were very slow work. Then, by the time you know that investigation and its statute of limitation expired, and all of your agents need to be tested for amnesia, no one recalls anything. This woman is more of an American patriot than any Democrat. Okay, you probably should have as part of your hiring policy. So no one held accountable, which was egregious what happened, you know, in that report. When I read about them, I can't believe it happened in the United States of America. This is my frustration. I'll be honest with you. Then it's very interesting, you know, regardless what it is, even people in Obama administration raise concerns. You know, how can President Sands be serving on, you know, corrupt Ukrainian oligarchs. Do you understand that it actually can undermine the one Ukrainian effort and policy? I think these concerns were raised. The Obama administration didn't do anything about it. These people are dying right now and Americans don't trust this president. So you, I want to ask you one thing. You know, as you, you know, I don't need answer because I know you're not going to, but I think you're probably a good American and you care. And a lot of these people are so afraid they cover up this stuff, I think, in your department because they're embarrassed. She is absolutely correct. Our justice system is absolutely corrupt from top to bottom. That what we became as a country to say that what our Department of Justice became. That allows Russians to do propaganda in Chinese. It allows them to destabilize our country. That is danger to our republic. It is significant danger. And I have just one more question from you. You know, I mean, I agree on corporate crimes and FISA stuff, even with Democrats, that we need to do a better job. One more question for you. Do you believe that, you know, you talk about rights to vote, but do you believe that only U.S. citizens should be voting in this election and doing anything to make sure that only eligible people vote in elections? Yes and yes. Okay, I would like to see that, what you do. Thank you. Neil back. She needed no notes, no talking points, no script. She spoke from her heart.
All right, here we go. I haven't got my, uh, I had this big clock that's supposed to do a countdown, and it just disappeared this week. So I'll have to have my friend Tanner Marta see if he can reinstall it on this computer. So um, I'm having to watch it a little bit different tonight. Uh, so if you have a, uh, if you're thinking about remodeling your house, like kitchens or bathrooms, and you're wondering, maybe you're new to town and you're, you bought a fixer-upper or, or you, you bought a house you like a lot about it, but you wanted to redo the kitchen or you want to redo the bath. The guys you really ought to look at are the guys at Greenitz Construction. And that's green, the color with ETZ on the end, Greenitz Construction. Like Thrifty Rooter, they've been around for over 40 years. And um, Dave, even during the slow times of a downturn in the economy, like the housing crash or the dot-com bubble or whatever. Uh, he's, he's just been steady, just keeps working, working, working. And uh, the cool thing nowadays with all the technology, you can go and check out some kitchens and baths that he did before and after shots. And I'm going to give you some locations where you can go check that out. So one is his website, greenitzconstruction.com. Very simple, greenitzconstruction.com. And uh, he just fi- changed the name of his Facebook page because he got hacked. So now the Facebook page just says Greenitz Construction. Very simple. And you can go there and see before and after shots and say, oh, I like that. Or, oh, uh, maybe it's not the style you want, but it's the quality you want, right? But they have all kinds of planners working with them, designers, lighting people, floor people, paint people, all the different. He just handles it from A to Z, as someone once said. So if you want to call him up or text him, it's easy to do at 530-682-9602, 682-9602. Or you can send him a memo off each of those platforms as well and ask any questions you want. And... Um, he can give some responses and kind of help you see whether you want to do this or not, right? How long is it going to take? How long does it take once they start? You know, how far, do, you know, how far lined up are they with projects lined up? When could they start? You know, all those questions, you know, no, normal questions just to figure this thing out. So you can't make a good decision without good information. So give them a call. Check it out. Give them a call if you're serious because you're going to spend a lot of money, right? It's a lot of money to tear out a bathroom, tear out a kitchen, start from fresh and put it all back together again. Electrical, plumbing, windows, lighting, all the stuff, right? You want it to be right because you're going to be in there for a long time or when you sell it, it'll be dazzling. So that's Grant's Construction and also the Plumbing Doctor. They they serve you, but Sutter Counties, that's another guy that's been serving around here in construction for 40 years, Ted Holmes. He has a plumbing doctor as well as his own construction business. One thing unique about the plumbing doctor, they serve here, like I mentioned, Yuba Sutter counties, but sometimes you end up <coughs> with a problem that's a little bit more involved than just pipe problem or pull the toilet, put it back, get a new toilet, get a new this, get a new garbage disposal. Anyway, couple problems i've had i've had to tear the wall out here and ted has been able to <coughs> assist me with that because he's a professional construction guy not just a plumber so 530-671-9111 671-9111 and they will help you 
solve your problem. And when you got plumbing problems, when I got problem plumbing problems, it's, it's pretty uh, all hands on deck because it affects a lot of stuff. So I was talking about McCarthy and the situation down south. We, <coughs> you get you get used to the environment you live in. So we get used to calling these people that are running our governments Republican. Like all these guys in Yuba Sutter counties where I live, they call them, most of these people in power call themselves Republicans, but they really aren't. It, it's just like uh, I was reading an article by uh, President Arne, A-R-N-E, I think it is, or A-A-R-N-E from Hillsdale College. And he was he was using terms, and he said, you know, he was questioning what the term really means, like the term conservative. And he says, you know, he says, uh, if you're you, a conservative, doesn't mean you always want to conserve everything. For instance, he said the first fee, the first family in in the world, you had a murder. Well, if you're conservative, you're not wanting to conserve the murder. You're trying to conserve what's good about a society. That's what conservative means. And conservative means, in, in my mind, is you want to conserve the, uh, the freedoms that we have, the liberty that we have, <clears throat> the non-interference and overreach of government. We want to conserve a small government, which we, now we have a massive government that's smothering us. I want to conserve the Constitution of the United States and the use of the Constitution, and I want to have uh, judges that are righteous judges that preserve the Constitution. And I want to have a government that Lincoln talked about of the people, by the people, for the people. I want to go back to that way in early America, the way we did it then. I want an uh, education system that's a full of choice and that kids aren't mandated to be indoctrinated in a government system. I want to conserve certain privileges that we have. I want to, I, I don't like that the second amendment has been infringed upon. Those are the kind of things I mean, but the guys and, and that we have serving, <coughs> do you, do you ever hear the supervisors of either County here complain about the concealed weapons permit on the second amendment? You ever hear, hear them can complain about that? That's an infringement on the, the constitution of the United States that you have to ask the sheriff permission to have a gun. It's a, it's a violation of constitution of the United States that you cannot carry a gun around town. Have it in my car. If that throws you off, if you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm telling you, I lived in an era growing up here when people could carry a gun. It wasn't that they're trying to show themselves hot or anything. It's like maybe they're on the way to go hunting and they had it in the in a rack in the in the window of their car. Or they were carrying it out to the car or carrying it out from the store to a car. It's totally fine. You didn't have to do background checks and stuff. That's totally infringement on the you ever hear any of the local politicians uh, make a move that they want to get rid of that in our counties? They don't they don't address anything. Have you ever seen any of our local governments shrink? How come we, we're always out of money and we're getting bigger? That is not conservatism, people. That's socialism. 
And so that's that's just what we're up against here. And uh, nobody wants to be honest about it. We each county here owes between 100 and 200 million dollars in uh, debt to CalPERS, <coughs> the pension people. We can't pay it and they don't want to admit it. They hide it. They don't want to discuss it. It's like the pervert uncle in their house. They don't want to talk about him. So they're discussing who can replace McCarthy. You know what this Brulty said? We want to pick somebody in the same family as McCarthy. Not, not like blood family, but the same kind of genre as McCarthy. McCarthy is a rhino. He's he's wanting to go to war all the time with people. I'm telling you, folks, we need to make some change. They said, oh, it's chaos. It's all chaos in in who's going to win this election. There's nothing wrong with chaos. There's nothing wrong with it all not being selected. You know what we have right now in California? We don't have elections. We have selections. The Padilla selection was crooked. You remember when Kamala Harris moved on up to president, vice president? And so we had a short-term void to fill her spot, and then we had a a four-year term, right? Remember that? I just looked at some figures. They're totally crooked. You, You do not need to be a physics person or a math genius to see that it was totally crooked. That was totally stolen election. Oh, well, Lou, I was, I ran in that election and I won. So it's right. You you know, I heard uh, uh, assemblyman (coughs) Gallagher said, Oh, I won by a big deal. So I don't have any complaints to the election. Ha 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 ha. Really funny. I want, I want an, uh, an honest election for everybody that ran, whether they were of my persuasion or not, or whether I ran or not. Or I won or not. We shouldn't be satisfied. It's like, oh, I got home from work without getting murdered. So I'm good with the police. (coughs) I'm good with public safety. We don't need anything more. But your neighbor got killed. Or, oh, my wife didn't get raped. So I'm sorry your wife got raped, but I'm good. We're good over here. We're safe. What kind of representative is that? People saying that's what he said. Oh, I won by 70%. I won by 65%. I'm good with that. I've heard supervisors say the same thing. I won, so I'm I'm good with the race. I I don't have any questions about the race. Really, you don't? I think that you should have a question about the race if anybody had any question about the race. That you are a representative of the people. You are not the lord of, of the people and we're your serfs or your niggers. We're not your niggers. If I have a concern about the election, you should hear me out and look into it. Take your time to look at it. If you're too busy, quit. Get out. Resign. Go do a different job. Go become an attorney again. You should be interested if there's concerns drifting around the country about the election. There's still concerns. 
now that's all it's up to about five um 20 percent of americans do not believe the 2022 election was was uh a legit election we can't go on like that people you cannot run a country that the country will uh, disintegrate it's just like my friends in vietnam i said do you have elections in vietnam I was t- texting him the other night. Well, yeah, we do, Lou, but they're they're all rigged. Yeah, they know they're all rigged. And you know why they got us? They're not going to do anything about it because they will shoot them. The same way they did January six, beat up people, killed them, put them. You think, oh, they they didn't, only a couple people looted. You know, they got all kinds of people that have been locked up for years, two three years in solitary. Some of them. Some of them no visits. They're they're political prisoners, people. They do not have constitutional rights because they framed it in as a overthrow of the country. They weren't trying to overthrow anything. We do not need somebody of McCarthy's ilk. We do not need McCarthy's DNA on their rear end or their DNA on his rear end. We don't need Frank Lund's DNA. They're, you know, they're partners. One of, when he's back on the East Coast, he couldn't have Renee, so he got Frank. <laughs> These guys are too much. <clears throat> you know that I, I think I, I don't know why I said this on this uh, show because of my throat was so fouled up last week. Assemblyman Cawthorn, he was from North Carolina, right? First-term guy, no legs. Remember him? He's in a wheelchair. And he used to come and give some fiery talks on the floor of the assembly. So one day he came out and said that he's been getting hit up to go to orgies. And he'd seen people sucking up lines of coke. Old-timers wanting him to go to orgies. All kinds of sexual stuff going on, right? And McCarthy said he had a meeting with Cawthorn. And Cawthorn agreed that he lied. But Cawthorn never, when McCarthy came out and said that, Cawthorn said, I didn't lie. I didn't take my, about my story. I told the truth. (coughs) It's interesting that McCarthy was accused of the same thing. That's why he didn't, he backed down out out of his uh, speakership opportunity the first time. And isn't it interesting that uh, now we have guys that have been caught or actually they weren't caught. They filmed themselves and put it on the internet. These boys work for a Democrat senator. And they were having anal sex right over the dais where some of the senators said, just laid that boy right over there, took care of him. And now people are saying, well, that's not the first time. There's another guy that was masturbating in there. Look, there's all kinds of corruption back there, people. Why, why do you think it's such a rare thing? Do you know that there's a fund to pay for these people's sexual improprieties? There's a fund, our taxpayer fund, to pay off people accusing these characters of sexual improprieties. 
Cawthorn has come out saying, I told you so. You know what McCarthy did? He, he carpet bombed Cawthorn. You know, this Brulte says, oh, McCarthy's such a wonderful guy, and he's got all these people to run for office and raised all this money. Yeah, they're all rhinos. Cawthorn wasn't a rhino. And then they said he was a pervert. They turned around and exposed him as some sort of a pervert. I'm telling you, people, you throw down back there, you better be ready for a fight. <clears throat> be ready for a fight. I'm telling you, Trump is just the point of the spear. You know what he said, which made a lot of sense to me when he was in office? He said, if they, if they knock me out, they're coming for you. And baby, they are. He is, he's standing in the way of them coming for all of us that like America. Good old America. Singing the, ple- singing the pledge, or uh, saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Singing the National Anthem. Having an army that's, that's righteous and honest. Having public service servants that really are public servants. You know, I tell people now, I say, when you run into government workers around town, ask for their autograph. They said, really, why? I said, because it's a celebrity sighting. I said, they say, what do you mean by celebrity sighting? I said, well, look it up on Transparent California. Look up their salary. How much do people have to make to be a celebrity? I, I think quarter of a million dollars gets you there. Make a quarter of a million dollars a year. Work 10 and a half months a year for 12 for a quarter of a million. The ag commissioner over in Sutter County makes a quarter of a million dollars a year. She doesn't feed anybody in agriculture. She needs you should ask for her autograph. I think we all ought to ask all these people for their autograph. It's a celebrity sighting that the salaries are totally out of. <clears throat> out of whack when you have the <clears throat> the average per capita income is uh about thirty some thousand dollars the 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 per the uh, median household income is about sixty thousand that's all the people in the household. And we got people making 700,000, 600,000, 500,000, 400,000, 300,000. We got a lot of people making a quarter of a million dollars working for the counties. We got tons of people making <coughs> over $100,000 a year. I got to take a uh, just a couple minute break and we got one more segment to do. Hold on. You know nothing. And be happy. Comes a brand new collection of hit songs from our beloved Supreme Leader. Timelines presents The Great Here Set, Volume 14. Everybody, jab your body light. Vaccines back, all right. Fun, two, three, and two, the four. Klaus, Schwabi, Schwab, and Bill Gates is at the door. Ready to put a patent on air and glass, cause we about to play this set your ass. It's like this and like that and like this and that, so just cheer till the next pandemic. Digital identity, 
You should have until twenty, sir. No discussion for it is mandatory. You will see. Fifteen minutes, Ziggy. Fifteen minutes, Ziggy. Stay close to home. Fifteen minutes, Ziggy. Fifteen minutes, Ziggy. Or we'll send our drone. You better comply. You better watch out. You better implant that microchip now. Santa Claus is running the town. Every meal you make, every bite you take, every single lunch with a crispy crunch, you will eat the box. The Great Here Set. Do you like people who say it like it is? I'm Randy Thomason with your SaveCalifornia.com Minute. If you want a strong voice for your values, please consider standing with SaveCalifornia.com here at the end of the year. We're the only statewide pro-family organization to openly call Gavin Newsom a new communist Democrat and a professional liar, publicly identify rhinos by name and explain the harm they do, consistently oppose the ineffective dehumanizing COVID jab and COVID tyranny, steadfastly show how homosexuality and transsexuality are unnatural and harmful, expose environmental wacko Democrats as the cause of high energy prices. If these are your values too, please give a helpful gift today at SaveCalifornia.com. SaveCalifornia.com, championing your values in California. What if I tweeted one day that the CIA and the Mossad were going to attempt to frame me and then torture me to death? And then four hours after that tweet, I was found dead in an ocean. You think that it was just an accident that the timing of my tweet was suspicious and then I naturally drowned? I'm asking you that question for a reason. I'm asking you because it's actually happened to somebody. And this story that I read completely sent a shiver up my spine. I think that it will send one up yours as well. A lot of people were sending me information claiming this sounded to me like a conspiracy theory that Jeffrey Epstein was a part of our intelligence agencies, that he was actually operating a blackmail ring. And this is the reason why nobody would prosecute him, because he was a protected CIA asset. Jeffrey Epstein would get very powerful people to attend his parties, who would bring them out on the Lolita Express to his island in the Caribbean. He would get them to sleep with women, maybe unbeknownst to them that these women were very young, and then he'd have blackmail. He'd record the acts, and then suddenly he had control over people all around the world. A lot of people in the press were saying, this guy, Alexander Acosta, allowed Jeffrey Epstein to get off scot-free. He was asked with the Trump administration, is the Epstein case going to cause a problem? He explained breezily he had had just one meeting on the Epstein case. He'd cut the non-prosecution deal with one of Epstein's attorneys because he had been told to back off that Epstein was above his pay grade. He said, quote, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. Joining me now is Ned Ryan, America's CEO. Ned, great to see you tonight. It seems that the goal of uh, this crowd is to, to kind of create the same panic about climate change that they successfully created around COVID. Do I have this wrong? No, you have it correct. I mean, first of all, we have to accept the World Economic Forum is a fanatical political organization 
that uses fear and manipulation like COVID hysteria, like the hoax of global warming, to really facilitate people thinking that somehow they're the saviors, but really all you're doing is helping them accomplish their goal, which really is a global public-private fascist movement and fusion of big government, big tech, big money to create a technocratic ruling elite, which conveniently is them. And really, Laura, if you want to look at it a different way, too, with the World Economic Forum, they want to create feudalism 2.0 in which we are serfs and they are the lords ruling over us. You'll, you'll have nothing and be happy. My name is Peter Gertje. I'm a director of the Nordic Cochrane Center in Copenhagen and professor of research design and analysis at the University of Copenhagen. Two years ago, I found out that our prescription drugs are the third leading cause of death after heart disease and cancer. Our drugs kill around 200,000 people in America every year, and half of these people die while they do what their doctors told them. So they die because of the side effects. The other half die because of errors, and it's often the doctors that make the errors because any drug may come with 20, 30, or 40 warnings, contraindications, precautions, and so on. No doctor in the world knows about all this. So they give patients drugs that they should not have given them, that interact dangerously with other drugs or food items or so on. And then the patients die. That's the other half. So uh, the other thing I found out two years ago was that um, uh, much of what the drug industry does fulfills the criteria for organized crime in U.S. law. And they behave in many ways like the mafia does. They corrupt everyone they can corrupt. They have bought every type of person, even including ministers of health in some countries. So there is a huge amount of corruption. In, in my country, for example, Denmark, we are regarded as having very little corruption. But yet we have thousands of doctors on industry payroll, although we are just 20,000 doctors. So this is an effective kind of corruption. The drug industry buys the professors first, then chiefs of department, then other chief physicians and so on. They don't buy junior doctors. So when several thousands are on industry payroll, it's really, really bad. And that's why I wrote my uh, book, uh, Deadly Medicines and Organized Crime, how Big Pharma has corrupted healthcare. I hope to convince patients not to take so many drugs because so many die from the drugs they take. In my country, people take so many drugs that every single citizen can be in treatment with one and a half drugs from they are born till they die. This is incredible. And drugs are not that helpful. And uh, they kill very many of us. We know that. That's why drugs are the third major killer after heart disease and cancer. So what we need in the coming years is to take far fewer drugs than what we do currently. If we did that and we were careful, then we could live longer and live better lives because drugs have many side effects and patients often don't realize that when they become worse that it could be a side effect of the drug which they continue taking because that's what their doctors tell them. 
So when I was a specialist in internal medicine, uh, what I very often did was that I stopped a lot of drugs, particularly in elderly people, and it's, it's quite revealing to see a bedridden elderly person come into your ward, and when you stop the drugs, I mean, that person becomes many years younger. And, uh, and uh, many of these drugs affect the brain, and old people tolerate that very, very badly. They fall, and when they break a hip, a quarter of them die. And for example, antidepressant drugs are used in more than 10% of our elderly. And um, uh, they seem to kill 3% of them every year. I mean, uh, if 100 old people take an antidepressant for one year, 3% uh, of them will die because they fall and break their hip. This is a huge death rate. So a lot of other drugs and antidepressants also make people fall and kill them. Uh, and, and they may affect your cognition, your memory, and all these things. And then they interact in ways that we know almost nothing about. Uh, very many elderly, they, they take more than five drugs a day. And we actually don't know how these drugs interact with each other. What we do know is that all drugs have many effects in the body, and some of them interact also in their metabolism, so that you can get a too high concentration of a drug if you take other drugs simultaneously. So we make a lot of harms that we don't even recognize. I have a pretty colorful collection of things people have called me during all these years. And sometimes journalists have asked me, why do you always look up controversy? And my reply is, I don't. Controversy looks me up. Because it's not popular to tell the truth in healthcare. You will get a lot of enemies. Because a lot of people make money on false premises. Doctors and industry alike. And our drug regulators and our politicians, they are on board on this wagon. So uh, very few people are independent of money. This is our last 20-minute segment. I think it'll be a little bit shorter. I ran over on that last one because I don't have my countdown clock. I learn a lot by going to other countries. I've I, I don't go go to I don't I'm not a traveler. I don't have a traveler's itch. But I've I've done work overseas for the when I worked for the Church of Glad Tidings, and I still go over there for different projects in uh, Asian countries today. <clears throat> and I learn about uh, uh, America from a different perspective when you go overseas, and it's not all negative. <clears throat> uh, the the Vietnamese tell me when they saw things uh, shaken down w around Trump and, and Biden that they said, Lou, we're praying for you guys because if America goes, uh, we have nothing else to lean on over here, hope for. But uh, I just noticed this today that in Russian textbooks in college, university textbooks, when they uh, give their history textbooks of America, 
and they talk about Donald Trump as the uh, 45th president of the United States, they described the 2020 election as rigged. Do you find that? It's interesting. You, you know, you have all these debates in America about it, right? Some people are just happy that Biden won, and they, they don't care if it's rigged or not. But a lot of people say, oh, you guys, oh, oh this, that. You know, it's interesting when you have the, the intellectuals of Russia— and I, you know, I've been over to Russia. I used to run, we used to run an operation over there right after the fall of, of communism in 1989, I think it was. And uh, Russian people don't hate Americans. The polit- politicians uh, are the ones that get to, getting us into, nobody in my neighborhood wanted to go to war with the Ukraine. It's the politicians. But the intellectuals that wrote the textbooks and thought that they knew what was going on with that election. They just call it a rigged election. He lost because of a rigged election. I'll just leave that there. If you want to look it up, you can read the article for yourself. So here's what happens. You know, uh, all the guys like Thomas Sowell, Walter Williams, economist, Sowell, Williams, Milton Friedman, wanted no minimum wage. In other words, you just go ask about a job, and then you ask, you know, at some point they tell you how much you'll be paid. And you don't have to work there. If you don't think the pay is sufficient, you can move on and get look for another job, right? Same way if it's minimum wage today. You don't have to take that. You could look another place, right? So what we have now is the government uses the minimum wage to get votes. So they came up with the idea of raising the minimum wage at fast food uh, outlets to $20 an hour in California. What do you think is going to happen? Have you noticed the kiosks where you can order yourself now in some of these fast food places? I don't really go to fast food hardly ever, but I've noticed the kiosk. I went and had coffee during COVID with a guy at McDonald's, and I noticed the kiosk there. You think those kiosks would have ever come if, if if it was just up to McDonald's to pay whatever they wanted to pay, and there was no such thing as a middle uh, a minimum wage? So, I knew this was going to happen. Pizza Hut is now going to lay off. They have their own delivery drivers. They're going to lay off all their delivery drivers in in uh, Southern California, which is about eleven hundred drivers. There's two big franchises that own most of the uh, county's pizza huts down there. And uh, so who do you think is going to replace those delivery drivers? You think they're just going to do without deliveries? You have to go to pick it up the pizza. You ever ordered a pizza where they drop it off at the house? I have. But who does that now? There's a lot of different names of them, right? DoorDash, is that one of them? I have some friends that work DoorDash. Make, they're making a pretty decent living, I guess. So some other private group. Did you know that just this uh, AB5, this uh, Assembly Bill 5 that they've now modified, but initially that, that was making all the Lyft drivers, all the uh, Uber drivers, all the food delivery places, if they weren't working for the food company, like what door hub or hub hub something 
<clears throat> you couldn't be an independent anymore. Everybody had to work for a corporation, which was an extension of the government, which is ultimately communism. You couldn't be independent anymore. And then there was a law that was passed that re- reversed it for Lyft and Uber. So now we're going to end up with all these people. This is Assembly Bill 1228 that increased fast food chain minimum wage. And uh, and so now uh, they're saying, well, okay, we got to have people cook the pizza, but we can come up with a different way to deliver it. You think, oh, well, they're just trying to get around the law. You know something? You've never run a business. You're always trying to get around a law because there's too many laws. Every business I know, every businessman and woman I know is trying to get around laws that are costing them a fortune to comply with. It's just a total ripoff. And so they're all trying to work around it. And so now... Uh, that's what's happening with Pizza Hut. So I wanted to remind you, I'm down here at this spot where Kevin Kiley wrote, uh, he writes a blog every week. I get it. I've, I've donated to him. I'm going to donate to him again. I've donated him a couple times. Um, <clears throat> you can go to elect Kevin K E V I N Kiley K I L E Y. <laughs> electkevinkiley.com and I, I noticed that the website there you can just there's a spot to put five bucks it, it's like he makes it easy he's not into like twisting your arm he doesn't start at a hundred or five hundred he starts at five same way with hjta.org same way with randy thomason savecalifornia.com so anyway, I would encourage you. He's running for office. He's been in there two years, and and there's nobody uh, that's been more active than Kevin Kiley in the last year. Uh, I only have about ten minutes to go, so I don't I don't know that I want to spend a lot of time on that. Uh, I just tell you, I'm just looking at what he's done. I, he's got a huge list of things he's done this year. Uh, he's really focused on. They put him on the Judiciary Community, Judiciary Committee. Uh, Kevin Kiley has a background in education. He's also, in other words, he was a teacher at one time. He was also a prosecutor, I believe, for the Attorney General's office. Uh, Also want to mention SaveCalifornia.com. He, uh, let me just say, he... His organization, it says, build our pro-family election center to inform conservatives statewide, motivate concerned citizens to vote and to help their family and friends vote correctly, equip churchgoers to collect completed ballots to turn in, legal ballot harvesting, he calls it, identify key races where constitutional fighters can beat Democrats and rhinos, and explain why voting and voting right is a strategic moral duty before God. I like Randy Thomason. Occasionally, when I can't do my live show, he comes up and does it. He's founder and president of SaveCalifornia.com, and uh, he is the most straightforward, accurate, call it as it is, expose the rhinos, call people out, 
<clears throat> that we have. We don't have anybody better in the state of California. And he lists uh, all kinds of things they've done. SaveCalifornia.com, you can make a donation online or you could get their address and send them a check or however you want to do it. Please, send, uh, you know, people People ask me, oh, what are we going to They whine, whine, oh, I can't believe California. Oh, 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 Lou, why don't you talk about this on the radio? I said, why don't you get your own damn show? Why don't you do something? Open your pocketbook. Go pick it. Go stand up for something. Go help my friend Randy Mitchell, who's getting, getting when next time he goes to court, go down and hold, hold a picket sign for him over at Uppercuts. He's getting sued by Gavin Newsom. You know what? For cutting hair. Do you think that's communism? What is communism to you? Communism's telling you you can't work unless you pay the government. That's communism. You can't work in California unless you pay us and you follow our, all our directives. It's ridiculous. They're ridiculous. They admit now in the state of California, they did nothing right about COVID. The only thing they do is they blame it on us. They blame it on somebody else. You know, Gavin's blaming it on the supervisors here locally, the county health officer here locally. He's not taking any responsibility. He said, yeah, we made a lot of mistakes. (coughs) They did nothing right. Not one thing right with COVID. So what about all the people that killed themselves? They killed themselves because of despondency. They relapsed on drugs or alcohol. They couldn't go to their rehabs. They couldn't go to their AANA meetings. They had to stay in their house. You know, a lot of people can't stay inside if they're depressed, if they're struggling with an addiction. They need to go. They need to get on the move. They need to go see friends. The health, you know, this wasn't brain surgery or brain science, nuclear science. There were all kinds, there's all kinds of research way back that people with college educations that have to do with community health knew all about it. That they say in an epidemic, in a pandemic, you do not shut the society down. It causes more damage than you're going to suffer from the epidemic. It was all clear, and it goes into finite, uh, infinite detail. And they just trusted that the public would remain stupid and put on diapers and pretend that they actually made them well, where they really made them sick, and stay in their house and pretend that that was going to prevent the, the, the uh, virus from coming through the house. But it made them sick and stand six feet apart and don't touch their neighbor or don't hug their neighbor because that would make their immune system better. And that made them sick and don't take any nutrients that would boost your immune system or go out in the sun or uh, take D3 or zinc or thing because that will make you sick. And don't take ivermectin uh, because that won't do any good and that will make you sick. And it's untrustworthy med- medication. And don't take any hydroxychloroquine and don't take any Z-Packs. Everything they told you, keep your kids out of school and let them sit in the house all day. I've met so many kids in juvenile hall. And I always ask them, and I have for many, many years, decades. How you doing in school? Where are you at? How many units do you have? How soon can you graduate? Da, da, da. What do you want to do afterwards? Da, da, da. You know what they tell me now? 
I don't have any units. I should be a junior. I don't have any. I said, what happened? I said, I just couldn't hang with the, the, the COVID the distance learning, dude. I couldn't do it. I just quit. Thank you, Fong Lu, the, the health officer. Thank you very much. Hundreds and hundreds of students that were on the edge went over the edge. Went over the edge because of you. Thank you. Thank you for that. I hope you're really proud of that. Hope you can sleep at night. My friend went in front of a train because he had a job lined up. And because of COVID restrictions, they, they canceled his job. They had to shut the business down. He went out and killed himself. Thank you, Dr. Lou. You're a real blessing. Yeah, really appreciate you. Appreciate you, Buchanan. Really did a wonderful thing here. Appreciate the supervisors and their integrity. Everybody can do something. If everybody does something, we're going to get a lot done. Even if it's something small. Put a sign in your yard. Support guys like Seth Fuhrer, who's a supervisor out in the Oliverst area for Yuba County. He's running for office. He's done a great job the first four years, his first four years. <clears throat> and... We have a group of people that are not Republicans. They claim they are, and they're trying to undermine him because they want control of the power and the money. It has nothing to do with conservatism. They just want to conserve their life. And he's the best supervisor of all 10 of them in two counties, and they're going to undermine him and run him out of town because they're all, you know, they got the scent of the swamp. They use that in a swamp deodorant. They even got a criminal ex-supervisor endorsing uh, Fuhrer's opponent, John Go With The Flow. She's a criminal. Costs the county millions of dollars in lawsuits. And, and he went and took an endorsement from her. He, he, his, to his credit already, he's already endorsing, closing the county down again. Would you ever... Imagine that the supervisors would shut the government down. Shut your business down. Shut your family down. That's un-American, people. Un-American. He said the other day, oh, I would do it if the people wanted me to do it. Nobody asked any, any person whether they wanted to shut down this government, this, this city, this community, this school, this business. Go play baseball. Go play basketball. Go hiking. Nobody asked anybody their permission. They shut it down. What a stupid thing to say if the people wanted to. That's, that's a stupid political answer. Stupid. You hear me? I said stupid. That's the kind of leadership we have in Yuba Sutter. Stupid. If we'd had a different health officer, the entire community could have been different. Do you know that not every community in America was wrecked like ours. Entire communities in South Dakota where Christy Noem, N-O-E-M, is the governor, did not shut down. I think there was even a, a city or a county or a jurisdiction in Southern California. They didn't, they didn't shut down their schools. 
We're dealing with leaders and that are people that are fallible. And it makes a difference to who we choose. And we got some real losers in, in leading our communities here. And now we got people that are trying to take <clears throat> Charlie Matthews out of the Yuba water uh, agency and Seth Fuhr, who sits on the supervisors board and the Yuba water. They're trying to take the two people that are not yes men out of those agencies. It's, it's a travesty people, but that's what we're dealing with. And that's what we're dealing with all up and down the line, all the way back to that's why we don't have anything different going on here than they do with you think, Oh, I can't believe what they're doing to Trump. They, 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 we're doing it right here. The the, the Republican central committees are doing the same thing they're doing to Trump. The guy running our central committees, James Gallagher is undermining Trump today. Trying to keep him off the ballot. How, how American un-American is that? That just flat as un-American as you can be. I'm going to call it a day because I've done all five, all uh, six segments here. And uh, so, or five segments, whatever it is. So Lord willing, we'll be back this week. So, sorry for the coughing. Uh, I didn't think I'd have this much, but um, it wasn't as bad as last week. Oh my, I couldn't do it last week. Okay, God bless you. Take care. I breathe red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies are blue. The bright blessed day and the dark sacred night and I think to myself